Hello everybody and welcome to this week's indoor adventure in Waterdeep Dragon Heist. I am very, very, very excited because for the first time in two weeks I have had two games on a weekly basis. It's been great. But sadly, next week we are going to be off because of that damned Santa Claus coming to town and making our American Christmas uh, miss out on this. But if you don't have any plans uh, other than recovering on January 1st, we're going to be here. We're going to be getting up to some heisty shenanigans. Uh, and it's going to be an all-around good time. We are also going to be having a Christmas crossover episode uh, that we are going to be filming, recording tomorrow. It's still up in the air. We might be here on Twitch, but chances are you will be able to find us on a audio cast, which is going to be on the Patreon. So if you are not a patron and you would like to help support the channel, uh, it only costs a dollar and then you get access to all sorts of awesome stuff, including the after show that we do, which is an after show after this show. Uh, then we also have uh, just wonderful people. We got an awesome music recommendation chat that's pretty active. Uh, and then we also had a secret Santa going on, which was really cool. I liked being able to get in and just share the community, share gifts from the community. LB already got her gift, which is a D20 on the front and on the back it says Dungeon Mistress. So we got lots of good, we got lots of goodies going around for everybody this year. So I would suggest, I would highly suggest coming on by and checking that out. Also, we hit over a thousand listens slash downloads on iOS listening devices this week. iOS people, I know you're out there. If you have not left a rating or review on the show, you should. So that way you can help get us past the indoor uh, air conditioning repair podcast. That would be pretty cool. Or we'll find you and make you give us five stars. <laughs> Just put the five! So yes, uh, if you would like to help us bypass the air conditioning repair podcast, uh, I would be I would be very grateful. Uh, but that is it for all of this out of game stuff. Uh, so let's get into the events that transpired last week in Waterdeep Dragon Heist. So one of the Let's, let's kind of get into this. The thing that started last week's session was an impromptu visit by a relative of Ghost, her twin sister, Klee Hoon. Throughout the day, you guys got to kind of know Klee Hoon a little bit more, uh, having uh, with her having healed up Wolf, uh, helped Hubris in the uh, kitchen with dishes, as well as made breakfast for all of you, uh, and also gave you guys a little bit more information into the into the explosion that actually had rocked Troll Skull Alley not two days before. Uh, having, during your tour of the city, gone by the House of Inspired Hands, which I wrongly said was also a temple of Saloon, Saloon has her own temple in this city because Waterdeep's huge. So it's literally just a, a temple of Gond. Uh, but she had pointed to a mechanical man on the roof uh, and said that it was similar to stories that she had heard about a metallic man who was responsible for the explosion that you guys actually 
had been partially investigating. And speaking of investigators, you decided to go and visit the noir detective Victor Trench. Uh, like a couple of broads walking into the room, looking like they were in need of something. Uh, and he also confirmed a lot of what you guys had uh, had been curious about in terms of information regarding this explosion. Uh, after having paid him a, a, I mean, to you guys, substantial amount of money of 15 gold pieces to actually find out more about the events that transpired, where now you know that the person that you were looking for is an orc with a split lip uh, who is not only involved in this explosion somehow, but is also the person uh, who Wolf had seen in a vision where he had also suffered from an explosive blast, one that which separated him from his sister uh, in a mortal sense. So uh, you then spoke with Zan, uh, having returned uh, to an old drinking bar. Uh, he said that he wanted you to fetch him a bag a bag of holding, to be specific, from one of these carnival ships. He said the central one, uh, but that was about as far as he went. And actually telling you which one of these three ships had the bag that he was after. Uh, and Ghost, you and your sister went to the City of the Dead, which is a kind of open garden project slash uh, collection of mausoleums that is spread throughout the eastern half of uh of the water deep uh so we are going to be picking up there with you two uh as you guys have just kind of been idly wandering around uh wandering around the crypts for some time now or not the crypts but the city is there um, anything else you feel you need to see well um kind of want to go back to the yawning portal if that's okay sure is there a reason well i mean it it may seem commonplace to you but mm -hmm. that pit just goes to nothing like looking <laughs> down it's just vacant and it's in a way it's really refreshing to just look down at something and be able to just wonder what it what there is Spent too long in the north, and a lot of it just kind of comes together yeah. after a while. So something a little unknown is, well, it's nice every once in a while. And if this is my last day in the city, um, then I'd at least like to see that. Sure, absolutely. Um, I will take her to the yawning portal and get a drink from the dude. Durnin. Durnin. I have a lot of names, damn. Okay. Uh, so yeah, walk up with her to the bar. Oh, how's it going, Miss Ghost? That's good. That's not uh, his voice at all. No. <laughs> That's all right. Keep going. I know what it is now. I found it, but he's not Irish. Um, my sister and I would like a, a couple of uh, pints and a seat by the portal. Now I just want to go back to it. Um, <laughs> well, that's no problem there, Miss Ghost. Uh, I'll make sure that we get those for you right away. Thank you. 
I'll walk her over to the portal and kind of sit on the edge. All right. Um, and as he as he goes and he fetches you guys your drinks, um, he ends up coming back over uh, and just sets them there for you guys to look at. And he says, uh, "Well, all right, that'll be uh, it'll be five silver for the drinks." Sure, I'll pass him five silver. Okay. And he nods and thanks you and then goes back to tending the bar and it's just you and your sister kind of just sitting there near the portal itself. And she just seems fascinated with it. Um, she leans in close to you. Have, have you ever dropped anything down it before? I dropped a body down it once. Her eyes just kind of like, she rears back a little bit in shock, kind of squints at you. <laughs> Wait, the troll, right? Somebody had said that there was a... Okay. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to make sure. I mean... In a way, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it goes to no place. That seems like the perfect place to dispose of something like that. But... Now you're thinking, right? Well, thinking efficiently, if anything. Mm-hmm. Perfect place to put them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you guys just continue drinking uh, until eventually, uh, right as your mugs are actually about to get low, uh, Dernan comes back over with two more and sets them down. Uh, and he says, um, from the, uh, God damn it. I want to keep going back into it. Oh, barkeeps are Irish. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, the fella down the way sends his regards for two of you. He sets uh, some mugs down, and when you look over to where Dernan's pointing, uh, you can see that Dabble is just kind of hanging out at the bar, and then just wiggles his fingers in a in a wave like fashion towards the towards the two of you. That's the not Doug lead singer. Right? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna give him a wave back and nudge my sister to wave also and she just uh she kind of like takes a quick drink and then just hurriedly just waves side to side she does not play it off nearly (laughs) as as coyly as you do um i'm going to uh stand up and like motion for her to stand up and start walking over um and then i'm going to oh you know what i think i need to use the little girl's room i'll i'll be right back Uh and i kind of push her (laughs) (laughs) And she just sort of stammers, kind of uh, coming up to Dabble and Dabble. You just see just big old grin. Uh, And then he just kind of waves at you as you turn around. uh, As your sister kind of like gives you this last look like, you're sending me to the wolves. And then then she goes and sits next to Dernan. And as you start, uh, or not Dernan, she sets uh, herself next to Dabble. Uh, with her drink in hand, and then they begin chatting as you go and use the restroom. Okay. I'll give them about, like, five minutes because I'm impatient, and then I'll head back out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and as I sit down, uh, now you got me confused. Dabble? Dabble, yes. Dabble, you know, we're going to the circus tonight. I, you know, we'd be really excited if you wanted to join us. Well, who's all going to be there? Oh, just the few of us. Uh, my sister and I, and probably Kronk and Hubris and Wolf. But most importantly, and he turns and looks at your sister, so you're going to be there. 
and she just kind of smiles, nods. It's just like, all right, well, what time are you all heading out? Five thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Is it time that I? <laughs> I don't remember what time it starts. It starts at 7, so 5.30 is actually a really good guesstimate of of when to go up. It's just that it starts at (laughs) 5.30. It's perfect. We will be leaving the bar at 5.30. All right, well, um, could always either... uh... Actually, how would you like to meet up a little bit early and we can go get some dinner? Uh, and he says that directly to your sister. And then her, she just kind of like snurks into uh, her mug. Just kind of wipes her face a little bit. I would like that. Um, I would like that a lot, actually. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, and yeah. at, at the end of the conversation, I would like to do something, so. Yeah. No, and the, uh, you guys have uh, a few more beers all on uh, all on Davil's pay. He's totally down, uh, especially if he's oh. going to be meeting you guys uh, to go out to dinner and a show later in the evening. Uh, and naturally, the conversation does kind of come to an end. All right. Uh, so as we excuse ourselves, um, uh, you know, oh, we'll, we'll see you later sort of thing. Um, my, I'm gonna let my sister walk off for a moment, and then I'm going to uh, place my like lean over towards him and place my hand on the chair that he's sitting on. Mm-hmm. Like I'm picturing, kind of right, like if he's man spreading a little bit, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, right between his legs. Oh God! And I'm just gonna, <laughs> you know, if you try anything or uh, misuse my sister in any way, I will kill you, right? Uh, and he just looks down and looks up at you, uh, and he just, uh, he puts his hand over his heart and kind of nods and said, I would never dream of it. Good. And I'm going to let my, uh, claws and my gauntlets scrape across the chair as I stand up and walk away. All right. Uh, so yeah, as you are turning to walk away, you see Davil pull out his lute and he strums a little song. And as he does, the scrape marks in the chair begin to just heal over (laughs) as he quickly casts a mending spell before Dernan can notice the damage done to his property. Smart boy, I like him. Is there anything else you'd like to see in the city? I know that I get, I've gotten a little bored of it, so I... Well, I don't see the beauty in it much anymore. Um, well, it's about it's about three now. Um, Would you like to get an outfit, or if it wouldn't be too much trouble, I I'm really not the best at presenting myself. Um, I believe I have a set of fine clothes that, if you wanted to wear them, it's more my style. Or we can get you something. I think I'll get something more my own speed. All right. Uh, what? There's, if I recall, there was like a really, a store with a halfling woman. Different campaign. Just kidding. Yep. Then where did they go to get my clothes? 
Um, they went to a half elf, I believe. Oh, a half elf. Yes, okay. he was a half elven man. Uh, okay. And then there was also the place that Hubris went and got his thigh highs, but that was a shoe store specifically. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll just take her to one of the uh, stores that I know is reasonable. Okay. Uh, make a make a survival check as you navigate through the city. Jesus, I don't have any of my dice out. What's happening? We don't roll in this episode. No. Survival? Yes. Uh, is a 14. All right. So yeah, it takes you uh, it takes you the better part of twenty minutes to get to the market district and actually find yourself a place that looks like it has reasonably priced clothes. Uh, when you go inside, it is um, Kronk and Wolf would know that this is the same uh, half elven man. But since you weren't uh, conscious during that trip uh, mm -hmm. slash alive. Uh, as this had been when they had bought you new clothes after you had burned to death, mm -hmm. uh, they uh, he he sees the two of you walk in and just kind of gives you uh, gives you a quick up and down. Is there anything I can help you with? I, uh, I'm yes. assuming clothes, but um, we're going to a circus tonight and wanted to look our best. Oh, didn't know the circus was back open. Um, Tonight only, apparently. Well, uh, if that's the case, are you, are you looking for something that's a bit more gaudy? Uh, lots of color on it, um, maybe fit in with, uh, look like a very fashionable clown. Uh, or are you more looking for something uh, a little form-fitting? Is um, something that you would walk uh, along a red carpet when they open up uh, a new temple or so? I'm going to look at my sister. <laughs> and she just, um, do you have anything that looks simple yet keen? Wow. Yep. Ha! Gotcha. <laughs> uh, and he just looks at her and says, I think that we can do something with this. Um, could I basically have uh, just, I want to wear my corset that I'm currently wearing over it. Um, so just something that'll cover the girls and have a skirt to it. I, the shoulders a little bit, you know? Yes, come, come. We'll, we'll, get you, we'll get you fit, right? right. Uh, but in black, please. Of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so... Uh, he ends up being able to fit you guys for your clothing, uh, and your sister ends up covering the cost of it. She's I, This is primarily for her, so you get to add another set of fine clothes, but this is more of your like corset ball gown style uh, <laughs> that you had wanted. Um, so, uh, yeah, then by the time the two of you get back uh, to your house in Troll Skull Manor, uh, she says that she's going to go upstairs and get ready. Okay. Uh, I will go see what the boys are doing. Yes, as uh, Kronk, you and Hubris had just gotten done talking to uh, Emric and Avi at the Steam and Steel 
uh, and had been told to come back in a few hours time so that way you could get your uh, your kunai with chain uh, as your bladed whip so what were the two of you guys doing uh, during your downtime is you still have about four hours uh, until you reconvene with uh, until ghost ends up coming back to the house you got some ice cream sure back to the gnome shop ice cream take wolf this time is he even around let's just poke ahead no wolf was busy talking to a crazy person yeah yeah there you go went off on his own again ice cream ice cream ice cream all right so make a survival check i'm great at these uh 15. Yeah, you end up finding uh, your cold gnome creamery uh, as he as he begins to just make you guys uh, any any style of ice cream that you would like. He has thirty plus flavors uh, for you all to choose from, and he just makes you these large bowls. Uh, and at the end of it, it'll end up costing you a gold, uh, as you had told Kronk that you would pay for the ice cream. Yep, ice cream's always on me. And by the time that you guys are uh, are finished getting ice cream, you set back out onto uh, onto the market street. And the entire trip's taken you about an hour and a half so far. What do you mean, Hubris? There's no real monkey in my chunky monkey? No, because then it would be like a meatsicle instead of ice cream. Hmm. I'll have to go back to butterscotch. Yeah. I really do adore this uh, dulce de leche, so. I don't know what you said, but it sounds good. It's like candied milk. Mm. And I go to get a spoon out of your... I just, I hold my, I hold it up. (laughs) Go ahead, go for it, big guy. I get a spoon of it. Ah, man. Carnival's back in town. Hmm. So you were in the circus, right? In is a very strong word. I helped out. Mm. Did your did your master ever, you know, wrench out for parties? My father never rented me out for parties. That's the clown's job. Mm. Mm. Really? Hmm. Yeah, right. I was more like doing some of the menial labor, setting up the tent ford man handing out signs i got to ring lead once that was fun mm. i got ran out to parties all the time yeah uh been, have we ever spoken about that <laughs> yeah um like what kind of part did you come out of a cake mm. no that would have been cool but that would have been a really big cake yeah that'd have been a really big cake you know fancy parties uh, private parties, no margie, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. I'm sorry, what was the last one? <laughs> Just stop in place holding, like, the ice cream. Broncos does not laugh. Gnome orgy, you know, no. big party with gnomes. Like, party party, like, cake, yay, or was there fucking involved? Oh, all kinds of fucking. Oh, okay. He's, he's walking. <laughs> um, 
Kron <laughs> just lumps along with you. Has no clue. Okay, but well, this has been a revelation. Um, so, how did you get out of that business? You met Ghost, uh, right? Well, I got, uh, and he he becomes like quiet, <laughs> like energy wise you know he's usually like fills a room and the energy just shrinks around him and uh if you don't want to talk about it it's fine it they they uh they had to get rid of me so they they left me and i it, it, i tried and and i something happened that shouldn't have uh and then they left me on the side of the road. Told me good luck. Iris just tips the rest of his ice cream into Kronk's bowl. Mm. And he bumps you with an elbow and he's like, all right. And he starts kind of making uh, what's called Chunky mi monkey yeah. milk. <laughs> yeah, he just starts whizzing <laughs> <laughs> it around. Yeah. <laughs> Yuck. <All right. laughs> And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, it just starts eating ice cream. All right. Uh, and it's about this time that you guys actually find your way to the high road uh, that goes through all of Waterdeep. Uh, and I would like for the both of you to make perception checks. Oh, boy. <laughs> Strong point. Strong point. Six. I don't know why I look. I know, uh, eight. <laughs> 14, actually. Nice. Nice. All right, so, uh, Kronk, it is you who actually spot Wolf making his way up Market Street. Uh, and Wolf, you see the two of them, uh, no issue whatsoever. Kronk is a very hard-to-miss individual. Uh, but you see that Hubris is just standing there with an empty bowl, and Kronk just has a bowl full of ice cream that he seems to be mowing into. Wolf! Is this on my way to Crazy Man, or...? This is on your way back. So you're, like, walking pretty hurriedly. But more in that, like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, versus, like, I need to be somewhere. It's more of, like, your mind is occupied. And and I don't stage project that, me, here, because I would blow your eardrums out, but Kronk does. <laughs> like, like physically would scare people near him to, when he yelled, Wolf! Make an, <laughs> make an intimidation check. Buddy, I'm right here. Oh, yeah. 22. Fuck. As you, as you yell out, Wolf, you just see a line separate from the people <laughs> that are walking in the crowd between you and Wolf. As they all see you yell and just like, not me, and they just walk a completely opposite direction until there is a clear path leading to you. I'm just picturing that bit in a movie where the camera just zooms through everyone straight into someone's face and it's like, hey. <laughs> Look at it. Look at it. And I start walking towards Wolf, I guess. Spoon in mouth follows. Sup? <laughs> Ice cream. Nice. Sup? Crazy man. Wanted my arm. Now I gotta steal a bag. So, like, a normal day then? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay. 
Do you know anywhere that sells fishing supplies? Um, probably the general store. And the general store sell fishing supplies? Damn. Uh, yes. Unless you were looking for a specialty fishing shop in a port town. <laughs> Wonder where we could find one of them. Probably in the market district, which you're very near to. <laughs> Crunk will say, but your arm's right there. Yeah, hence the needing to steal a bag. And it heist. Heist, you say? Yeah. Uh, this is gonna Just be happens to be at the circus. Hmm. But I want a fishing rod. We're more the real. Alright, you're gonna have to explain this to me. Why are we gonna need a fishing rod for this heist, or are you doing it recreationally? I just really want the real. Because then if I make an attachment to my arm, I can reel my arm back in. Throw my arm, reel it in. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just have this image now of you like punching, your arm flies off, and then you're just standing there in the middle of combat, like, <laughs> like, all right, sure, let's go. It has a dagger on it. I'm just. <laughs> Crunk, throw it. See, it looks. <laughs> <laughs> you just throw your arm. <laughs> Why not? All right. Uh, make a dexterity check using your arm. I'm not stats. saying right now. I haven't got. <laughs> that's what got... I was. That's what I was thinking <laughs> was happening because I no, saw Crunk make the like, motion to throw. So it's like, are you just yeeting your arm in the streets of Waterdeep? What is happening? The guards won't know what to do. <laughs> this is just new levels of fuckery. What? My arm's still attached right now, so no. So we'll make our way to the shop. So technically speaking, if we were to tie a rope around your arm and have someone like throw it, could we make like a grappling hook, or is like your finger strength not that great? Um, let me have a little think of how strong my hand is. Uh, my hand is actually stronger than me. <laughs> oh, lefty. <laughs> friendly stranger. Not so friendly stranger. It's stronger than me. So, so if, you were, if you wanted to choke someone out, you'd have to pop your arm off and then choke them. I could do it from range. I'll just swing it around my head and dexterity throw it out and just latches on. Rip out the jugular. You know. Y'all need Saren Ray. <laughs> <laughs> We're also in the middle of the street, right? Now. Uh, but yeah, you guys could make an investigation check if you would like to find a fishing shop. I'm okay at these, I think. No, I'm not. Oh, uh, 18. I got an 11. Okay, Kronk, are you trying to find a fishing shop, or are you just like, oh, I'll take me wherever? Uh, no, yeah, I'm following them, but I'm still trying to figure out why we have to return his arm, though it's on his, it's already attached to him. I totally do not get the reference with the reel and stuff. I'm just kind of lost. So I'm following along, trying to do the math. Okay. All right, big guy. So imagine if you could... He knows my arm can detach. I've waited at him before. Yeah, uh, I, I, I knocked on the door and the arm ran back that uh, first night because I wasn't going anywhere near that door in case I died. Right. 
Right. But the what you just said was that you needed this thing to get your arm back. And I said, your arm's right there. And you kept saying, no, I need to get my arm back. And I'm, uh, I'm and so Kronk can't, he can't put the two together. It's like, not parsing. Your arm is already there, you know, but he doesn't argue. He just follows. <laughs> we'll have a class lesson when we get back with the children. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, uh, Hubris, as you, uh, you've spent some time around now in Market District, uh, or in the Market Quarter, and you have actually seen this shop before. It is just this large green fish with an open mouth, uh, jumping up onto what looks to be a tantalizing hook, uh, and it's called One Big Catch. And you know that this is the local fishing shop. For you audio cast listeners, he's shaking his head disapprovingly at me. He he has no right. He, he, he punster. That was good. There, you do not have any. Ground. As someone who spends a lot of time at Bass Pro Shop, <laughs> this is not sponsored by Bass Pro Shop. It is not. This is one big catch. Yeah, and when you go in, you can. Uh, when you go inside, you see that there are dozens of fishing rods that are all just kind of set up all different makes uh they each have um you can see that a few of them do look similar maybe they were made by the same craftsman uh but other than that there are just walls of fishing poles and then there are buckets uh with different baits that you can take you can see that there are mealworms there are earthworms uh, you can see uh, there is a tub just marked Alchemist's Friend, and it's this weird blue-green striped paste that you aren't really sure how it would work. Maybe you just, like, mat it onto the end of a hook and hope that a, a fish takes a nibble. Uh, but yeah, you go in and there is just a plethora of, of fishing rods, hooks, and bait. Well, go on. Okay, I'm going to look for the guys in charge. All right. Uh, know that we're talking because it's going to get awkward. All right. So yeah, you are you're looking for for the shop owner, uh, and you kind of just glance around, glance around, glance around, uh, and then you start hearing these kind of heavier footfalls. Uh, and coming from behind this uh, this very nice bluish curtain. You can see uh, reptilian skin, kind of a hunched head, uh, and a large shell on their back as this turtle person begins just kind of walking up near you uh, and just says, I heard you're looking. Uh, you might be a customer, eh? Yes. Well, what gave that away? Well, you're in my shop and I don't really know you particularly well. I'm just assuming that that means that there's a chance for us to get to know each other and getting to know each other over business and fishing are two of my greatest passions. So, what can I do to get you a new fishing rod today? I just needed a fishing reel and fishing line. Oh, I see. No, that's fine. Uh, Are you, is this repairing a rod? Do you need to bring a rod in for repair? I don't see uh, you with a rod. I need repair a rod. Hmm. I need 
how can I put this without it seeming weird? Is there a way I can attach the reel to my belt? I suppose so. Uh, I could probably find a spare reel. Uh, what what quality of reel are you looking for? Are you looking for a quality of reel that's my first uh, my first fishing experience? Are you looking for a uh, fly fishing reel? It uses more of a more of a harder uh, thread than typical. I need a stronger thread. Something right. that can be reeled in one hand. Well, one hand. You got two perfectly working hands. Yeah, but I could be busy doing something else with my other hand. I. You know what? In my profession, we don't ask too many questions. This is so I should never be the one to talk. How much? What is the price range that you have? And I can give you an affordable estimate. I don't know how much stuff only costs. So it depends. Are you a hobbyist, enthusiast, or a professional? In regards to fishing, probably a hobbyist. And then again. Cubers, would I be a professional in fishing? Are you spelling fishing with an F or a PH? Are you spelling fishing with an F or a PH? This is a fishing store. Hobbyist. But would I... Would that be fine, Cubers? Knowing what I need it for? Listen, we need... Steps up. We're going to need some reel that has a decent tensile strength and is kind of light. Um, probably something along the line of fly. Yeah. Now I can get you reel that's like that. You said you wanted it on your belt? Now, I'm no leather worker, um, but I can get you a reel that you could attach to a belt at a different shop. For seven gold pieces. Line included. And I'll even throw in a hook for you. Okay. Alright. So, yep. You pay this turtle person seven gold pieces. Uh, and when he takes it, he just kind of looks at you and sinks his head back a little bit and just sets them into the crevice underneath his chin in his shell. Uh, and then just says, uh, pleasure doing business with you, hobbyist. If you do decide to become an enthusiast or a professional, you know where to find me. Okay. I can't hold, I can't hold back anymore. That is the coolest person I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of a slow head turn to you. I thank you, kind sir. He's a turtle people. I've never seen a turtle people. That, that can I shake your hand? And he brings his he brings his thick mitt up, and you guys shake hands. And like your hand still encompasses most of his, but he's a he's a pretty thick guy. Thick. Mm, it's nice meeting all of you. Hopefully, we can see each other again. Oh, count on it. 
Is there anything else I can interest you in? No, I'm thinking I got everything I need. Alright, well, feel free to look around, I'll just be here. And he just kind of sits back a little bit. And you see him kind of like squat down where he's resting the back of his turtle shell on the ground. Uh, and he just sort of seems to be like looking over the looking over the counter at you guys. Did we get the actual item or are we going yeah. to get it? Okay. Yeah, no, he... Went in the back, found it for you guys, came out. Oh, that was easy. Yeah, we should buy stuff more often. We should use our words more often. You should use your words more often. Hmm. You know, I'm very we proud of you. What happens when I use words, generally I get into a deal with a crazy person with a magical eye. Yeah. Maybe you should choose your words and the people you're speaking to a little bit better. I don't think that's the issue. I'm pretty sure that's the issue. Pretty sure you're wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure you're a cunt. Yeah, and this kind I'm of... Pushing him out the door. <laughs> yeah, and this, this kind of back and forth occurs between... Uh, between hubris and wolf pretty much the entire time it takes you guys to actually get back to spirits and spirits uh and when you do you can see uh you can see that your day staff has already started the preparation phase uh of opening up your bar once again later this evening uh although you see on a uh on a chalkboard uh that's kind of been set up uh outside as well to kind of let people know what the daily specials are your marquee board um it says uh no performance tonight mm. why is there no performance tonight carnival they're probably going why would they go that? everybody needs a day off wolf we need a day off I don't trust that dude. And the whole time time they bickered on the way back, at random, Kronk just would interject, Turtle person! Turtle person! (laughs) I wonder if enough time has passed since... Hmm. I know time has been passing. Yeah. It's down to a day and a half now. I know. Yeah, and that's about the time that you guys, uh, you guys have all centered into the bar and are just kind of hanging out downstairs. Uh, as you see that, like the the employees are, they don't seem to be bothering you. They'll come by every once in a while and just like slide you guys a beer, uh, just to just to keep the boss satiated, as they know you guys drink for free in your own establishment. They've recognized that over the last several weeks. They still kind of eye Wolf a little suspiciously whenever they give him a drink because on paper he's not an owner. And you just said he's our friend, let him drink for free. Um But they they're okay with it. They get paid they they don't get paid enough to care and they get paid well enough that it's not their problem. Uh and so as you guys have all been just sitting uh in the bar ghost, that's when you and uh Hoon come home. Uh, and then she goes upstairs to begin getting ready while you go off to the bar. I shall be right back. I've got something to pick up. Uh, 
Um, what time is it? Uh, the time now is about four o'clock. Oh, okay. Like four thirty ish. So it's towards oh. the later end of the day, and you can see that the sun is starting to set. Uh, as it's later in the year, the sun just sets earlier. Uh, how was your day out, boys? It's good. Gonna go get something. Uh, Have fun. We saw a turtle person. Uneventful, but it wasn't. You saw a turtle? Yeah, that's what he said. And I point at Hubris as he walks away. Very interesting. Where would you that there was a turtle? Uh, fishing shop. You, oh. Did you guys go fishing? Um, tried to attach the reel to my belt. We didn't actually go to a leather worker, so I don't know how well it's holding on. Um, interesting. Um, why, for what? Well, I kind of met an old acquaintance who was a lot crazier than I remember him being. Mm. And either he wanted my arm or a bag for a favor. A bag? Yeah, so how do you feel like stealing stuff again? I'm not opposed That's to the it. Carnival. Oh. Ooh. Oh, we could have a crazy person with a magical eye hating us. A, a different person with a magical eye? Wait, how many people with magical eyes do you know? One. Just, just me. Yes, a different person than this person actually wears an eye patch. I actually would have liked to buy an eye patch and I didn't think about it. <laughs> uh, remember the person I told you about? Make a wisdom check. To see if I remembered to yeah, buy one? To see if you were wise enough to buy yourself an eye patch while you were out and about. That's a solid eight. Yeah. You did not. It's just hitting you now when he says eye patch. Um, we could just tie like a little headband around. Yes, that's what I'll have to do. Like, I also got that purple scar from the, um, whatchamacallit I'm part of. Well, not really a part of anymore. Probably not, because in prison. The half is them. I remember it. Well, um, I'm sure I could just take one of the bow ties that is in storage from the outfits. For so then you have staff. a little bow tie, just... Yep, that's what I'm going to do. See, well, it's just should not open his mouth. <laughs> but yeah, so the fishing reels to, if I throw my arm and it's got the fishing line attached to it, we can pull it back. Well, that is quite intelligent. Finally. <laughs> Did you think of that, Kronk? <clears throat> Wasn't me. I'm surprised. Must have been hubris. I'm gonna walk away. <laughs> oh, you're a bitch. <laughs> Say that loud enough so you can hear. You're a bitch. Uh, I'm okay with that. I'm gonna go upstairs and start getting. Oh, uh, a Kronk? Hmm. Um, Hoon and I are getting dressed up tonight. Uh, would you mind braiding my hair? Nope. 
All right. I'm going to go get dressed half an hour or so. Sounds good. All right. And I'm going to go up. Of course, it's take a while, I'm assuming. It's true. I mean, it takes 10 minutes to put on a set of heavy armor. So it's closer to that. Like, it's going to take you 10 minutes to really just like, oh, like, who will yeah. help you out with it? Uh, she'll she'll do her best to be your second set of hands. Uh, and so that's going to take you guys some time upstairs to really get into that. Um, Hubris, you go uh, back to the Steam and Steel, uh, and you see uh, Avi has uh, he he has finished your uh, your your kunai and chain, uh, and he hands it out to you uh, as you had already paid for it correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so then he says. Um, well, uh, if you want, we do have training dummies if you'd like to test it out uh, before leaving the shop, just in case there are any imperfections <clears throat> or anything that you need to work the kinks out of. Uh, sure. And he's, like, reaching into his breast pocket and pulling out a handkerchief, wrapping it around, like, the hilt of the blade and just letting it hang there. Okay. Cool. Um, a lot of my knowledge of this comes from... So I haven't actually designated my hex weapon. Can I do that now with this weapon? Yeah. I believe it takes like an hour. <clears throat> yeah, he's gonna. Yeah, you can just be focusing on it, just kind of singing yourself the hex song. Actually, he's gonna be practicing with it while he's focusing, just to get the feel of it. Okay. And at the same time, channeling it to be his hex weapon. After about ten minutes of you practicing, Avi kind of just, uh, um. I mean, you're you're more than welcome to practice here all you want, uh, but uh, do you need some time? Oh, um, I could kind of working. Yeah, sorry. Um, just give me like an hour to work out the kinks. It feels fine. I just need to practice. Okay, okay. Uh, make use of the space. I just I just wanted to know. I just wanted to know. It's no problem. It's fine. How are things? By the way, he's like spinning. Things are really good, and Embrick is just kind of like off to the side, just working on this large slab of metal. No, things are really good. Oh, it's yeah. it's fine. I just want to make sure. Do you need any water? Do you need a cookie, snack, anything? No, I'm fine. Thank you, though. Okay. Well, just just holler if you need anything, and then he walks over, and you see him begin working uh, on a uh, working on a a similar piece that Avi or that uh Embrick is but at a later stage he seems to be doing the dipping into uh the into the oil and then into the water to make sure that it actually gets properly strengthened okay yeah and a lot of hubris's knowledge from this is just like watching the troop members performing with these style of weapons so okay just try to remember those motions yeah so you get to work on your hex weapon uh, and then, so, uh, Wolf and Kronk, you guys are downstairs for the next half hour or so. Uh, are you guys just chit-chatting or, uh, do you guys want to have anything that you wanted to do before, uh, before Kronk has to go up and help out Ghost? Uh, Kronk gets out his, uh, his fine clothes, his, like, uh, his costume basically mm-hmm. like you know big crested helm the 
chain mail, everything, um, his tags, um, and uh, Greaves, the whole bit. So I guess since he thinks everybody's dressing up, that's that's his dress up. So okay, he'll, he'll get it out. He doesn't put it on yet because, well, before we leave, yeah, uh, he doesn't need it. So that's what he's doing until, but he's laying it all out like very military precision. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. And uh, as you are making your way upstairs, uh, getting ready to help out Ghost, that's actually when Hoon runs out uh, as she tells you, Ghost, um, uh, I have to leave now or else I'm going to be late for dinner. It was very nice seeing you and I can't wait to see you at the carnival. Uh, Yawning Portal. That's where we're meeting. Okay, just had to do a mental checklist. We're good. We're fine. I love you, goodbye. And then she just kind of, like, heads out the door. Wait, wait, wait. Just be safe. And you... I will! I should go with her. She's an adult. And then... If he touches her, we can kill him, right? That's okay? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Could you get this... The corset just a little tighter back there? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, and Wolf, what are you doing during this time? Uh, as you you have heard uh, that Ghost was going to put on a a fancy clothes, you saw that uh, her sister ran off wearing fancier clothes, and you've also heard Kronk talking about where he keeps his fancy clothes to go to the carnival. I was just thinking, we've got to pull off the highest while we're drawing attention to ourselves. And I'll just be going over all of our previous heist plans and be like, like, the hummingbird wouldn't work. We're on boats this time. Almost died when it was just carriages. Um, And just going through what could work. Okay. And yeah, I'm just trying to work out how I'm going to steal this bag. All right. Uh, And... You're down there for probably 45 minutes or so, and then you actually get, um, you actually feel a a message creeping into your brain uh, that seems to be magically delivered to you. Uh, And it just says, hey man, it's Zan. So upon further research, the bag you're looking for is in the lower hold of the Heartbreaker. It's going to be guarded though, so best of luck. this guy and you would know from other messages like this that you can respond with 25 words if you so choose please don't send fuck i hate this guy back Uh, (laughs) no this is you knowing that you can choose words to send back if you so choose i'll send back um okay got it i'll hopefully see you tomorrow if I'm not in prison again. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you send your message back. Uh, and it's about that time, Hubris, that you are done uh, getting ready with uh, turning your your chain and kunai into uh, your hex weapon. Uh, so you begin heading back. Ghost and Kronk, after you guys had gotten dressed up, were you going to be meeting down back in the lower bar or were you going to be waiting upstairs? We're like those prom kids who go to restaurants like Taco Bell. 
mm-hmm. in their like prom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's totally us. All right, so hubris Even in the bar, like legs spread. <laughs> <laughs> so hubris, as you round the corner, you see ghost wearing extremely fine clothes that you've never seen her wear. Uh, as Kronk is kind of holding the dress up in the back to make sure that it doesn't get wet or caught in any of the uh, caught in any of the mud and muck that kind of litters your guys's uh, front grounds area in front of the manor. You know, I, if I knew this was a formal affair, I would have busted out the penguin suit. I mean, you have time. I mean, it's a circus. Well, it's a one-day-only circus. My sister wanted to dress up, okay? If you don't want to, you don't have to. Listen, every show is a different event, so every circus is technically a one-day circus. Okay. <laughs> so what's this about a heist wolf? <laughs> He's, we're outside. He's yeah, like, you guys were outside, oh, but yeah. you can just be making your way into the lower part of your of your bar. Uh, and Hubris, that's when you'll say, so what's about this heist as you kind of just lean over? Uh, and Wolf, you've just been going over in your head all of these plans. Perhaps we shouldn't discuss this in such an open setting. It's worked out before. And yes, and your wrist walks in. <laughs> I was joking. So, back upstairs? Yes. Has anyone got me yet? Or are you still outside? Just. Yeah, no, they kind of poked you. They, oh. they poked their heads in and just like meetings upstairs and then pop back. Meeting five. Okay. I guess I'll make sure my reel's still attached to my belt securely because it's like my new item. Yeah, make a sleight of hand check. Oh, I'm good at these. To attach the reel to your belt. That is a dirty 20. All right. It seems pretty firmly attached. And I'll grab all my little notes. Okay. Which I've been riding on and head upstairs. Yeah, so you guys uh, all meet in the general foyer, uh, which is where you know that you've had a lot of your basic meeting plans before. Uh, usually it was held in Hubris's room just because it made sense to have them in Hubris's room before. Uh, but that was like after you guys had had your stint of just like, we only meet in the bar. Uh, there was one or two times where you couldn't really talk about the bar that, uh, or talk about your plan in the bar, so you would just use the only open place that you knew of, uh, which was Hubris's place. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I sit down, uh, my like I sit back, and the front of my dress like floofs with all the tool that's going on in it. Like it's just kind of like around me mm-hmm. <laughs> now. <laughs> So, this bag. What, why, where, who? Bag of holding. Barry's a terrible person and didn't write notes and can't remember the name of the boat. Uh, Heartbreaker. The Heartbreaker. I didn't even write down anything and I remember that. I don't the take lower notes of stuff. The Heartbreaker. Okay, so, Loho, guards, 
get it or I need to lose my arm or something bad will probably happen. I don't know, the dude's a psycho. He's the guy that wants me to become king of Waterdeep, so... No one wants you to become king of Waterdeep, though. Uh, actually, there is one psychotic person with magical eye who wants me to become king of Waterdeep. Um, I said person. What? I said... Well, I didn't say person. I said body. Never mind. Never mind. He's a person. I guess. He's a character. He's a crazy fucking person. Who's... So we're not getting paid. Yeah. We're not getting paid. No, this is to get information. For what? No, um, split lip. Blowy up, dude. Oh. He has information then. He yeah. has contacts so he can get information. But he wanted a magical item for it. And the only magical item I had was my arm, which I may have slightly mentioned. Wonderful. <clears throat> um perhaps um what what were you thinking? What do you this is your gig, what do you want to run? We can't do the Duchess, the Grand Duchess, because my sister is going to be there, and I can't lie about who I am. That, then we got the invitation. Right. So oh. they may know who we are. You know, a lot of our plans are, pardon the pun, dead in the water. <laughs> right? It's on the central ship. How do we? Yeah. How are we getting to the central ship? Well, it depends on... Isn't the circus on the central ship? I was assuming it was on that other ship, and then there were multiple ships. Yeah. I don't think it's on central ship. So that's our first issue is getting over there. We're going into this heist with a, l a lot of unknowns. Yeah. Yeah, so we could just caravan. We could caravan, or we could wing it. We're always good at that. <laughs> That's what Caravan is. Not really, but you know, that's kind of like one of the What's the worst that can happen? Well, someone dies. We've come back from that twice. Um... I just deleted that <laughs> from my inventory, so the scroll is definitely gone now. Um, For reals this time. For realsies. What else is that? Um... Well, I think the first thing is we need to do some recon. Find out where it is. I told and, you where it was. Right, but where exactly? Like the well, how, how are we getting there? Yes. So we'll we have do to do recon. Sorry. Yeah. No, yes, do recon and then uh have a quick discussion and figure out from there. I think there are too many variables that we don't know right now for us. Where's to your know. sister? My sister is out to dinner with a gentleman caller. Oh. A gentleman caller. Mm -hmm. Hey. Duvall. Interesting. Nope, not Duvall. Yeah, Davil. 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 I know that dude from somewhere, but I don't know where. Uh, he was, he's the lead singer of... Uh... Yeah, but I know him from somewhere else, but I just can't put my finger on where. Oh, man. That and, like, 95% of the people I know are not good. Well, I told him if he, you know, makes a move on my sister, I'll kill him, so... I don't want to kill my front man. I mean, if we have to, I'll kill my front man, but I really don't want to kill my front man. Hmm. Yeah, well, 
I've been meaning to talk to him, but I keep missing him. Well, you'll see him tonight. He's coming on the boat as well. So not only do we need to somehow find a way to a boat, which we may not even be initially on, Don't we've worry. also we'll got to not get caught by not Doug lead singer. Listen, if they're going to be if they're going to be together, then that kind of takes care of the problem. They'll be dating on the boat. True. I'm just saying I can't make a scene. You can't make a scene, but we can. Well, see, Kronk's wearing his big shiny armor, so he'll be recognizable. I'm dressed in you're all in white. that, so you're recognizable. But see, like usual, we are the distraction and you are the pilferer. Yeah, Ghost is normally the one pilfering with me, because Hubris is the one with the gift of the gab. Now I've got, how sneaky are you, Hubris? Pretty sneaky. You know, I had to move around a lot of stuff back at the circus with no one noticing, so stagehands gotta do what stagehands gotta do. As okay. a theater kid, that hurts me so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess we're just winging it. And... <laughs> Yeah. We're in trouble, aren't we? Um, I have a fish and reel, so. And a detachable arm, which is actually stronger than me. I tried arm wrestling it earlier. <laughs> I lost. Uh, wow. I'd... It has no leverage. How do I... you. It's magic. strong, okay? <laughs> it's magical. Hit it. Told a joke, which made me laugh. Uh, <laughs> uh, are you guys going to get changed before the performance? I have one pair of clothes, and I'm sure we could find you a uh, outfit in the server. Oh, I, I, I do still have my coat, my disguise from when I came in here. I guess I'll go get changed. Frank, are you going to wear that hat? Yep. I don't know where I left it. But yeah, there's his <laughs> helmet with the crest. Alright. Well, let's wait for the boys then, shall we? Sounds good. Do you like all the poof on my dress? Mm-hmm. And he goes, <gasps> and it all like fluffing around. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Barely ruffles, but it's good enough, god dang it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, then uh, Hubris, you finish getting ready and dressing up. Uh, what what does your fine clothery look like? What do you walk out of your room wearing? Oh, he's wearing his street clothes. Oh, he's just wearing street bought. clothes. Yeah. He's, the ones he bought. Like, oh, okay. The, high, the thigh high boots. boots. Yeah. The boots, yeah. You had a black pea coat and beige pants. Yeah, yeah. he was like wearing the mask. No, he's not wearing the mask. It was very military chic. I so want to punch you. And then <laughs> Wolf, you are just getting back into a very large coat. Nope, I'm just my normal clothes. Okay. 
the only other pair of clothes I have is that coat, and I'm not wearing that. That's a nice coat. <laughs> I don't want to take that outside. <laughs> it may get wet. I might have to swim. <laughs> it may drag me down. So yeah, you guys, uh, you guys all reconvene uh, in the foyer where um, where Ghost and Kronk have just kind of been waiting, uh, and Hubris comes out. And Ghost, you recognize the clothes that he is wearing. Ooh, sorry. Uh, and he's wearing the same clothes as when you guys had been roof running uh, about twenty days ago when you were originally hunting that drow gunslinger. Mm. Uh, nice and nice boots. Sorry. They accentuate my legs. They sure do. <laughs> and it's about that time that then Wolf comes down. He doesn't look. He doesn't look like he's done anything. It looks like if anything, he just stewed upstairs for like twenty minutes and came back down. Just I'll really put debating. I'll my bar of soap away. I'm like, can't get, can't lose my bar of soap. Well, at least he smells good. Always. Uh, shall we uh, adjourn to the boats then? Yeah. All right. So yeah, you guys head uh, head back out into the streets, and you can see that there are some people from the from the north ward that are also walking with you. As this had been a general uh, invitation to all of those that had been affected by the explosion, and that it was free admittance as long as you brought uh, one of the flyers with you. Which you guys, okay. <laughs> yeah, you guys had taken not you guys not only had access to yours but also to Victor Trenches as he was just not really feeling this whole carnival business. He's he feels like he's too old for that sort of thing. Uh, and so you guys make your way through the streets of Waterdeep, and even though it is kind of chilly, uh, you can see that there are a lot of people that all uh, there. There are some there are some vendors that are out right now. Uh, there are several of them selling hot cocoa. There are others that are selling uh, like bags of uh, bags of peanuts. Uh, others, you can see that there is a a fire genasi who has gone a step further and is selling uh, is selling popcorn uh, in large bags. And as you guys get closer to uh, to the dock ward, these individuals become more and more frequent. Uh, as the as there is is a pretty fair gathering. Uh, of people and as you get close uh, to the dock what you see in front of you is that one of the ships is kind of pulled back and is resting in uh, resting in the harbor uh, away from the front two ships and these ships themselves have uh, they have completely taken out the elevator shafts that go uh, on each of the levels of their decks and uh, and have turned each of these decks into their own mini carnival, uh, with a large, uh, with a large kind of awning that's been spread out over the top central masts between these two ships. You can actually see that they have turned the masts into a trapeze, so that way you actually have performers going from ship to ship uh, as they seem to be going through uh, through their high flinging acrobatics. Uh, and you can see that there are uh, there are these large animals uh, in cages as well that are all there to be presented uh, to people. There are others uh, where you see that there is uh, a, a bear that's kind of just out uh, sitting down and a man like opens the bear's mouth up, puts his head inside and is like, ha ha ha! And like pops his head back out and everybody starts clapping at this feat of bravery at such an important 
impoverished, imprisoned animal. Um, <laughs> because, yay, circus. Uh as you guys see more and more uh, of these acts as you actually get closer. Uh, and it's around one of these, uh, they have a sweet station where you can get candy and snacks and other things for the show. Uh, and it's actually there that you end up uh, running into Davil and your sister. Uh, and they seem to be having a, a wonderful time. She's kind of hanging on to his arm and they're just laughing to each other. Uh, and they, uh, he ends up pointing to you guys, and then they both wave. Uh, and then she continues to wave, and you can hear her yell over the crowd, When the performance starts, let's try and sit together! Okay! <laughs> and then she I'm gonna just... Make a perce- I'm going to yep. try and make a perception check to see where his hands are. Sure. Because mama don't raise no fool. <laughs> Maybe. I got a 12. <laughs> All right. So you would know uh, upon seeing him that the arm that she is currently hanging on is very much like in front of his chest. So he's looking very gentlemanly as he walks through the streets. He has his hair normally where it's long and flowing. He has it pulled back uh, in a very sensible ponytail uh, as they just sort of seem to be enjoying the night air. Uh, And he has a little bit thicker clothes on uh, than your sister does. But you know that the cold doesn't really bother you guys so much. Uh, one, being Northerners, and two, being coated in fur. Uh, but she looks like she is just having an absolute blast uh, out on the town. Uh, and then, uh, as you guys are getting close, you also see the name, uh, two of the names of the ships. The ones that are currently docked, getting ready uh, to continue with their circus-like acts. Uh, and you read one of them is the Hellraiser, and the other is the Heartbreaker. And they're both docked. They are so. currently both docked, and these are the ones that seem to be in have a circus entwined between the two. Okay, um, I'm going to try to motion to my sister to go to the uh, the Heartbreaker. Okay. Um, just so that we're on the same boat. Uh, and uh, I'll point out the boat. Looks like that's our target, yes? Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just taking... It, caught it's himself. been a while. I caught it myself. Um, kind of got lost in it. <clears throat> if things go bad, where are we running? Home? I don't recommend the roofs, because last time I went up there, I got speared by a griffin. Yeah, some of us aren't great on roofs, are we? I just <clears> told <throat> you I got speared by a griffin. <laughs> yeah, well, totally. Hmm. I don't do roofs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, should we do the portal, or should we go back to our house? Our old meetup spot, Chiris's old apartment. She swipe that. Probably rented out. Yeah, but we can meet up there. <laughs> we can meet at our place. We still rent ours. Huh. All right. Just in case. My other place got sold. Um. <laughs> Your alleyway. <laughs> Yes, my alleyway got sold. It was totally not the house opposite the alleyway. Um, 
make a break up Market Street and scatter. Sounds good. Who wants to lead the way? It's your gig, Wolf. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't lead the way. <sighs> Fine. You guys draw the attention, then I disappear. We Kronk, still... shall we? Can I yeah. hold up my hand? Alright. Okay, so I'm guessing those two are the distraction. Two and two, I guess. Why do I always have you as a dance partner? Because you can dress up. Act fast enough. <laughs> I guess it's bad luck. Wait, we're are we going dancing on this one? Uh, maybe. Depends. You're good at dancing, though. Uh huh. Dancing's code for killing. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm Maybe. Uh, not if we can help it, Kronk. Uh, perhaps maybe a waltz or a um, knocking someone out. I don't know. <laughs> there's a lot of code words, okay? Just forgo the pump and circumstance, but not killing anyone. Yeah. Uh, yep, we're going to walk on to the uh, Heartbreaker. All right. Uh, so as you guys uh, cross over the uh, the planks that they had set up to allow people to come onto the ships, uh, you all see that there is um, that there are uh, these trapeze artists that are just going between these two ships. Uh, and this doesn't really spark... Like, it sparks pleasure and inspiration out of you guys of just being like oh damn like it didn't even, that dude didn't even look like he was going to catch it uh and to you it just looks like a set of uh regular circus performers but hubris uh you notice that there is a purple skinned tiefling uh that you recognize that is not zan for all of you listeners out there he has both of his eyes working uh his um and he seems to be going through this performance with a lot of uh, with a lot of majesty and with a lot of vigor. Uh, and you kind of like are taken aback by this and look up at him, and then you realize uh, that this is similar to one of the flyers that you had seen earlier, uh, which was uh, saying to come to the come to the carnival and see the high flying majesty. And that is, is that? where we are going to go into our first break for the evening. So I wanted to say thank you to everybody who has decided to come by and say hello during this awesome, awesome stream. I love Tuesdays. Tuesdays are great. So we are going to try and be back in five to ten minutes. So don't go no place unless it's to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, bring them on back. And we will resume right where we left off. So we will see you guys shortly. All right, everybody. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. We are we're going to be picking up right where we left off. So thank you for for coming by and sticking with us. So, Hubris, you have just realized uh, that the one they have been advertising as Majesty uh, is actually an old friend of yours who is currently uh, doing the trapeze act. Huh. And the rest of you in the party also heard him say, well, fuck, uh, before we cut to break. <laughs> what happened? 
started anything? Why do we? I guess when you're in this type of circles I used to run in, you bump into a few old faces. Good old faces? It's complicated old faces. Will they want to kill you complicated, or...? I'm not you. Yeah, well... <laughs> complicated, how complicated how? Yeah, how? We used to be in the same troop. Some stuff happened. He left, and then I left afterwards. Good times, bad times? Uh... He threatened to kill me if I talked to his sister, so mm, pretty okay terms. Did you talk what to his sister? What is that a sister? What? Yeah. It's Did a very long story, and we have a time frame that we have to... Okay, quick things. Did you talk to the sister, so will he want to kill you? No. I haven't seen either of them in, like, three, four years. Okay. Did you want to change your face then? If I put my we hood... We are robbing this place, okay? Bye. We are robbing this place. Uh, I mean, I could always just sneak into their costume department and change. No, we're causing a distraction. You're robbing the place. You're, uh... Yeah, and we're going to need costumes for that. Yeah. You're a power-white tiefling. How many power-white tieflings are there? Hey, With not crown horns. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. Like, even if you're in a costume, like power-white tiefling crown horns, seems really unique. You forget that I can change my skin color at will. Yeah, so fucking be green or something. Do it. In the middle of the crowd? Go to the restroom. Gosh. We're bo boarding the boat, right? Yeah, you guys were on your way to board the this boat. This is all hushed whispers. I'm just gonna quickly throw my hood up over my head, shove my hands inside my pocket in my pockets, and snap, and change my skin color. Okay. That's all that happened. Oh, you could have gone lavender purple. That would have been pretty cool. What? What color are you now? Um. Oh, I have. Fuck. Well, a nice mauve. So loud. And you don't purple. pull up little paint swatches and be like, this color. <laughs> a nice mauve. Yes. Um, nice. I know, but it clashes so horribly with my color scheme. Oh, you White under attention to yourself. Black. <laughs> it's so sad, but yeah. I so thought I mean, like, thing. khaki. And mauve. This is gross. <laughs> Stupid art school. Stupid art school. Okay. The department would kill me. Uh, can I see if there's any like guards or anything on these boats, which I can tell? What is their security like? Uh, so with your general perception check, you could see that. Uh, it looks like there isn't really so much as a security as there is just kind of like some general enforcers that are standing out near uh, near the front of the docks to make sure that like their ticket takers making sure that everybody getting on board has a ticket. Uh, 
There are a few kind of placed uh, sporadically about, but you can guess that there are maybe... There are maybe five on the... Uh, in the area around the ship, you can guess that you can see that there are about 13 people that you would assume all work at the carnival but are not dressed up as carnies. All of them human. It's most likely more under if my information is correct. Possibly. Your information just told you where the location of the bag was. It did not give you any Followed details. So it will be guarded, right? did hear that okay i'm looking at everyone else and like did i hear it was guarded <laughs> so what's the plan i'll pass on the information of how many people i see which don't seem to be performers well for one if we want to be able to walk around a little bit more freely we ditch these clothes and get into some actor gear okay better they keep that stuff so at this point <clears throat> i don't know in one of the fucking rooms here do i i don't work here so i wouldn't know it's always different <laughs> do you know more about a circus than i do like i know more about prison than you do <laughs> sadly well, wasn't do you worse know than where they'd be there's usually a wagon for that but there is no wagon on this boat the man has spoken. I don't know what to tell you guys. Yes, we go and look at. Uh, make yeah. a perception check. Two. Uh, the lot of you, as you generally look Ooh. around. Sorry. No, you go. You go in that box. Well, I rolled a nineteen back, dude. I rolled a nineteen as well. She. I rolled an eight. All right, so the eight and the seven, uh, you guys are just seeing a swath of people uh, all just filling out on this boat. Uh, but Hubris and Wolf, you guys both see that there are people to the, uh, to the rear of this boat that are kind of waiting underneath the aft castle that kind of rests up above. You can see that there is a hallway that stretches underneath. Uh, and there are several performers all uh, with their with their performing gear uh, lining up and getting ready to actually go on next. As you see that they will then rush out uh, and while the trapeze artists are still going and they'll the trapeze artists do take breaks every once in a while or they'll they'll swap people out. Uh, but these carnies you see one of them uh, pulls up a torch up to his lips uh, and then breathes outward into a large spurt of fire, which is impressive uh, as he is a human man uh, and not like a fire genasi or a dragonborn that's like, look at my racial ability, ah, I'm better than you. Um, but it seems like this is actually part of the performance. You see others, uh, others of these performers going about uh, and they're juggling knives. They're juggling. Uh, they're juggling balls. Uh, you see that one of them has a uh, actually has a uh, feat of strength measurement uh, measuring tool uh, kind of set out that is just a, a lump of lead at the bottom of a um, at the bottom of a measuring stick. 
uh, where at the top it says so, so strong with a giant red bell. Uh, and mm-hmm. the purpose it looks like is to hit the is to hit this ball of lead up until it hits the ringer. Uh, and you've seen a few people kind of get close to it. And there just seems to be generally uh, a lot of these carnival games that have been set up uh, for this performance. But again, Hubris and Wolf, you see uh, where you believe that the uh, that the performers are actually going in, getting changed. I'm gonna elbow wolf in the side is there actually like some crates near that area uh there are not but uh, there is a set of stairs that you could potentially go underneath if you wanted to oh i was gonna say like grab something and follow me like pretend we're workers okay yeah so yeah, you guys grab uh, some crates that are set uh, that are kind of set on the ground. So it's you and Wolf making your way towards the back. So make a uh, make a deception check as you guys make your way in the back. Ooh, dirty twenty. That is an eleven. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you guys are making your way forward, and Hubris, you kind of walk forward no problem. Uh, and then one of the, one of the enforcers just looks at you, Wolf, and just says, Hey, 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 you're supposed to take that to the front. Take it to the bow. Not bad. Come on, man. Sorry, new guy. All right, well, here, and he bends over and he picks up, uh, he picks up another box. Take this one. Set that one down. Okay. He hands you this box. Uh, He says, all right. Keep going. Thanks. Uh, So you guys make your way into the back. Uh, And then you see that this passageway beneath the aft castle uh, leads into a long hallway that has a set of ten doors. Uh, five on each side going in front of you. Uh, and you are not really sure which one to go into. You see that there are generally uh, some some guidelines on the side of this ship or on the side of these doors where uh, instead of saying what it is, it'll just be a visual representation. So you see uh, where there are two people in the midst of a trapeze act. And that is kind of presented on one door you can see one uh one of these doors also has um what looks to be a fire breather another one uh shows uh a guy with um a guy with his head inside of a animal's mouth um and then there are others where it's just like a dude looking really strong um yeah there just seems to be a plethora of different uh, costuming rooms that you guys can go into. I'm going to look for one that's just the standard clown one. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's not too hard to find. That is towards... Uh, that, it's a, that is the third door in on the right-hand side. Do I also need to be a clown? Listen, man. Clowns are, clowns are a dime a dozen. No one's going to look at a clown. Okay, well, then I'll also go for a clown costume. But I protest about being a clown the whole time. I'm getting changed. Okay. 
You guys uh. open up the door to the room, and even though this is a 10-foot room, you guys see that there are about three clowns just all jam-packed in there, making way more use of the space than you would think feasibly possible. And they are getting their makeup on. They seem to be putting their clothes on rather quickly. Uh, um, Hubris is already stripping as he's walking in. All right, so uh, Wolf, are you just backing out of this and going somewhere else, or are you hopping into the clown room? I'll follow suit in case things go down. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, as you two go inside of the room, you hear one of the clowns, About time you showed up. We're going to be on in 20 minutes. I right, calm down. We were moving some boxes. Big man said so. Uh, I don't know why Zardoz has us move all these goddamn boxes, but he's the one who told you to move them. I guess you move them. Anyway, get ready. This voice is killing my throat, but we're doing it for the cloud. <laughs> uh, so, uh, both of you make uh, deception checks. Hubris, your deception check will be at advantage, as you know how generally the clown makeup is applied, and you've you've regrettably done this a few times. Eleven. <laughs> that is a twenty-two. So, yeah, uh, Hubris, you finish putting yours on, and it looks perfect. You you are the the pristine clown that you always dreamed you would be as a child before you realized that clowning was not exactly what you wanted to be doing. Uh, and then you, you turn around, and you see Wolf. And Wolf's is very much like he applied red over his lips... There's some like there's some blue over his eyes and some red on his nose. And his face is completely white, but it just does not look well put together. It looks like a three year old got into the makeup drawer. Um and he just kind of looks at you with this how do I look stare. I rummage for like one of those red nose balls. Yeah, his hands. Just like put the elastic behind his head, pull the ball as far back as I can and let it go. You look horrible. It just pops onto you your nose. Your last day, son. <clears throat> Honestly, are we still gonna do this? Because like we're on a yep. job right now. Still gonna do this. Your last day is done because you hit me in the face with the red nose ball and you made me dress up as a clown. All right. So, two of you, you guys know the drill. Pop in, make them laugh. No, 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 no. We're not doing that one. We're not doing that one. Wait, what were you doing? It changed part way. What do you mean we changed part way? We've been preparing this one for weeks. But you know, me and him, we've been 24-hour men for like the last week and a half, so Look, we've been up ahead putting down road spikes. All I'm gonna say is that you better follow our fucking lead when we get out there. There's some kids in deserving of, in need of laughter right now, and if you fuck this up for them, and I see one goddamn tear... There's gonna be hell to pay. Boy. They just moved me from Hellraiser on to Heartbreaker, okay? I'm still very high tension. <laughs> but I'm doing my best. I'm doing what the doctor ordered. Just maintaining my levels, so. Giving up smoking? Why would I do that? All right. And I'm just going to lean back behind as they leave. 
Yeah, and they all hop out I of the room. Th I think you should sit this one out. Uh, why? I'm sitting this one out. Okay. I got this. I got this. Because we're supposed to be stealing something, but if you want. <laughs> yeah, well, we can go steal stuff, but then you're dealing with... Where are the other two clans, which are actually meant to be us? They're probably 24-hour guys. <laughs> he leaves. Okay. <laughs> I'm just following you. Okay. Are we stealing this shit, or are we doing the show? You're the one who says you want to do the show, so we're going to do the show. I'm following you. Oh, you know the we're not even on the right ship, are we? No, you guys yeah, are on, on the Heartbreaker. Right. On heartbreaker. Alright, so Ghost and Kronk, while your two friends are off getting clown makeup, uh, what are the two of you guys doing? I got popcorn. Um, Kronk, do you want to do the strong thing? That'd be a good way to get the distraction started because, well, you know, and I, I poke her in the bicep and I'm like, because you're wiry. Did you just did you just call me wiry? Mm-hmm. Is that a challenge? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to go up to that thing. All right, so you guys go up to the contest of strength, and you see that there is a man uh, whose, whose face is kind of done up in the same way that you guys had seen yesterday. It's split down the middle. One side is half purple, one side is just pure white, and then he has uh, diamonds over both of his eyes that are the opposite color. Uh, and he extends his arms out to you, and he takes a step forward and just says, Oh, you there! You seem like a very strong man. What do you say? Would you like to compete in our trial of strengths and potentially win your lady love a lovely gift? Of course I would. We're going to do this. Woo. I am sure you are now. You take this matter. Oh, you are already, you are already so uh, ready for this. Okay, so you take the mallet and then you hit this spot at the bottom of the measuring tool. Can you do this for me, big man? Uh-huh. All right, let us hit it! And he raises his hand and turns to the crowd, and the crowd's just like, oh, okay, what the fuck is this then? And they all like start like paying more attention to this half-giant sledgehammering down. So, Kronk, make a strength check. Uh, with my... Silly big bonus, I only get a 14. Okay. So it goes up pretty high, uh, and you hear the performer say, Oh, so close, tough guy, so close. I live. Uh, would the lady like to try? I couldn't. Okay. <laughs> the lady would like a turn! <laughs> and I'm going to, like, crack my knuckles and stretch a little bit, and then I'm going to wail on this shit. Okay. And this is strength, not athletics? Yes. Okay. Even if I do a power stance. Kronk, what would yours have been with athletics? 16. Uh, you said you see. got a 14. What would your athletics yeah, be? Yeah, it, it would have been the same. Okay. So let's just say for these, let us add athletics. Because this is a trial of strength. I got a dirty 20. All right. So yeah, as you hit this thing, it goes up and then just gets shy of the ringer. 
and then falls back down. You hear the crowd just, oh, what the hell? That was very close. That was very close. Would you like to try again? This is one of the best competitors we've had all day, ladies and gentlemen. Stop. Kronk, <laughs> do you want to give it another go? And uh, if she's handing it back mm-hmm. to me, yep. Bam. All right. Yep. This is this is all for the show, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, with my plus six, I got a nine. <laughs> So yeah, it actually gets lower than it was before. Uh, and uh, the performance is, it's okay, big guy, it's okay. Next time, next time you will hit it, it will ring the bell, everyone will cheer. <laughs> Do you All mind right. if I try again? No, be my guest, be my guest. First three swings of feet. All right, here we go. Kronk, can I get a l- little kiss for good luck, please? <clears throat> Thank you. A kiss, ladies and gentlemen! Oh, I don't know if this counts! <laughs> I can't, oh god, I can't see it. Hold what on. It? It's, 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 it's a nat 20, and it's on my book. So Woo. if you slide the book out, will it change the number? Probably. I don't, yeah, because it's going to roll it. Wait, if, if you pull, if you turn the book towards you, and then yank downward... No, it's, a, it's not a tablecloth. It's not a tablecloth. <laughs> So I mean, I can lift up the book, and it's still there. Yeah, that counts then. That is not cocked as far as I can tell. If you can change the location of that die without the number changing, that's fine. So that's a natty 20. Yeah. Yeah! All right, so with your natty 20, roll a percentile die. Do I break it? (laughs) We shall see. <laughs> All right, percentile. 35. All right. Yeah, so you hit this lump of lead that just flies up and it with a very clear bing that just echoes through that sound but much louder, almost like it has been magicked to sound three times louder than normally it would relatively be. The entire crowd just starts cheering and the the performer just looks completely astonished. Uh, that such a, a wiry looking individual would be the one to fucking mash that, uh, mash the mallet and cause the lead to surge. Uh, so, well, mademoiselle, we have, uh, several options. Uh, you can either take a plushie. Uh, we heard that they are very good, uh, with the kids, but you are lady of respect. Maybe you're looking for something warm and to cuddle at the nights, uh, other than your large man, of course. So, uh, what would you like? We have uh, the option of uh, cat. We have the option of spider. We have the option of uh, cute owlbear plushie. You look, uh, we have an owlbear outside if you would like to see the real thing. Uh, oh, I'll take the spider if that's okay. Yes, yes, this spider is very popular. Mm-hmm. And he comes <laughs> up and it's just this plushy spider that he then hands to you. Uh, and I, I turned to Kronk. It'll match our tattoos. Yeah, yeah, it will. How about, and I lean in and I'm like, how about an upside daisy? And I'll throw you in the air. Oh, for why? <laughs> just, I, <laughs> distraction, just a totally. I, I think we're okay for now. I mean, that was pretty mm. impressive. Plus I'm in a dress now, so we're gonna like. 
more of a show than what's needed. Uh, yeah. Well, I was thinking more of a spin this way, so the dress would like fan out mm. but not go over your head, like mm. like you would come down like this. Mm, I see. So. Um, save it. Save it. I would save it. Uh, the moment I'll, has passed. I'll <laughs> hold up her arm like she's the champ. And I'm going to be. <laughs> the crowd oh, is just giving you a time. general applause. Uh, and you hear faintly from towards the back, just, Woo! That's my sister! <laughs> just another. I pointed the plushie. <laughs> you see two white thumbs up from the back. Just, yeah! <laughs> um, uh, we don't see the boys at all, right? No, you don't. Uh, make a perception check as you, uh, as you are kind of looking around. nine okay Kronk are you looking for them boys as well uh I guess if ghost said something mm-hmm. uh mere 11 okay uh yeah you guys don't see them anywhere oh I guess let's hope we don't need them go over to the doors that they went through and see if we can uh see what we can see I guess all right. Uh, so as you guys make your way over to uh, over to this opening that's underneath the aft castle, uh, make another set of perception checks. Are you gonna critical roll dice? Can you just like above a ten would be great. Two. No, yep. that's a an eight. Fourteen. Okay. Yeah, so Kronk, with your 14, uh, you actually see through Hubris, and uh, it's not actually Hubris's disguise is the one that you see through. He looks he looks so into this clown makeup, like his face is probably that color. It's so convincing. Uh, but then you look over and you see Wolf. Shaggy, unkept hair, his headband with the, with the sides that come down a little bit, just Wolf. But he has just like white. He has white face on with a very not as great looking makeup on. All right. No, I it's I know it's part of what we're doing, so I just let it roll. Hmm. Maybe maybe whisper it to, to Ghost like, "Where's the boys?" Oh, oh, Wolf's the hobo clown. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> he probably did. Um, what are the What are you guys doing? Just lined up against a wall with Are you guys doing three other clowns. I'm following Hubris. Okay. Uh, talking strategy with Wolf before they come out. Uh, before we come out. All right, listen. Partway through the show, detach your arm. Have it attack me. I'm going to run out with it. And that's your cue to leave. I'll get him attack you. I'll make it look believable. Don't worry. Also, worst case scenario, if shit goes down, we get the two shifters off this boat. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? And that you see. We've died twice. <laughs> you hear what sounds like a uh, a snare drum. Just. Is that us? That's us. As okay. all of the lights. Uh, in the general vicinity all begin to dim and you see uh, 
you hear just, Ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've all been waiting for, Zardoz Zords is Carnival of Splendor and Wonders, the Sea Maiden's Fair! And as this, and as this voice seems to just billow through the dock ward, you see that long curtains that are normally used to kind of keep the general outsides of a tent closed fall from the sides of the masts and then also seem to be on a pulley line from the bow of the ship leading up to the crow's nest is underneath these two ships turns into a makeshift carnival tent and as you guys are looking around uh you see uh that uh all of these lights are kind of just splaying around and as you continue to watch you see uh that there is a man who then walks into the center uh, in a plank in between these two, uh, in between these two ships. That have, it's a very long, large plank, so that way it's more casual walking. Uh, you don't have to risk potentially falling over into the sea. This seems like a very standard board. Uh, and this man is wearing what looks to be Ringmaster's clothes, uh, but they are very deep purple. One side, uh, they are purple, gold, black, and it's just this human man kind of standing in the middle of it all uh, with his ringmaster's hat, and he takes it off and then comes to a bow, uh, and you see other people start clapping and cheering. Uh, And Ghost, you do a quick scan around as you remember that your sister wanted to be near, Uh, and you can see that she's about 15 feet away with Davil, and they just sort of seem to be like, oh, what's going to happen next? And they're like kind of leaning in, uh, chatting with each other. Uh, while watching this performance. Uh, and the man in the center then takes a stand up, uh, and you see him twirl his hat out uh, very quickly with a flick of the wrist, and it turns into a cane, and then he pops the cane down onto the ground. Uh, and the general audience uh, gets very quiet. And he says, Ladies and gentlemen, I have heard that there was a need for general happiness and joy throughout your city. Such as we, we have stayed here for almost your entire fall season, making sure to bring laughter and joy, but it would appear that several days ago something not as joyous happened very close to many of your homes. Which is why we decided to reopen our circus and bring you entertainment that I hope you can hold in your heart and keep you warm through the winter. Without further ado, I present the circus. And he bows his hands back and begins to take steps back uh, into the shadows away from where these lights are. Uh, Hubris and uh, Wolf you hear a series of clattering noises. And when you look back, you can see uh, from the end of this hall, there is a man kind of shooing forward a miniature pony with a small carriage on its back uh, that it seems to be going forward. It's like, go, go, go. And the horse just kind of goes up next to the clowns that you guys are sitting next to. 
and the clowns look at the look at the rest of you just all right guys you know the drill and one of them just like begins to force his way into this small carriage and then you see the second one force his way into the small carriage and then the third one is like struggling a little bit to get himself into this small carriage and you can just kind of see like a mishmash of faces and hands on the inside just what are you waiting for come on in after you hubris I hope you like getting personal. And he stuffs himself inside. Okay, make an acrobatics check as you go to get in. Uh, that's that. 16. Alright, yeah, 16. You are... It has been a hot minute since you did a miniature coach trick. But the people love it. Everyone seems generally pretty hyped. Zazord seemed like he was pretty pretty earnest with his want uh, to help <clears throat> the city get better. And so you force yourself into this cart. Uh, Wolf, you hear the you hear the clown from Hellraiser. Uh, All right, listen here, motherfucker. We got kids to entertain, so you either get inside this cart or you're going to be the one driving it. I got a uh, 17 on my acrobatics. All right. <laughs> so Wolf just uh, crawls himself into a clown car. This is the first time you've ever done something like this. You've made boasts about how flexible you have been many, 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 many a time before. And never has it come into play uh, more handedly than it did just now. And as you guys are all just cramped in this small car you feel it going forward and the rest of you in this crowd see from this uh from the doorway in the aft castle emerges a tiny miniature shetland pony that just begins to parade around uh in a large circle uh between these two decks until eventually after picking up speed it sets itself on the cart or it sets itself, uh, it comes to a stop. And when it does, you see that the card on the back kind of leans back and then slides forward. Uh, or not slides forward, but then kind of like careens itself on the edge and you see a little door open to the side. It's your turn, motherfucker, now go. Pull my finger. Uh, <laughs> what do I gotta do? <laughs> Just get out of the goddamn cart and make a fool of yourself. It's what the people anything. want. I need to roll anything is what I'm asking. Uh, yeah, you'll be making another acrobatics check as you go to seamlessly <laughs> get exit. How? We're getting out. And that is a... No, I'm past six. It's 15. Yeah, so uh, Ghost and Kronk, you see as from this miniature cart, Wolf emerges, uh, seeming to have shoved himself inside of this cart, and he just sort of fumbles out. Hubris, make an acrobatics check as you are the second person in line to to leave. I rolled a 17. Can I, like, shoulder block, like, slide into Wolf's, like, legs? Yes, you can. As I'm pulling myself out. You most certainly can. Uh, so make an attack roll to do this. <laughs> do we get a chance to, like, dodge this or something? You will dodge if he misses your AC. I guess it's just physical combat in general. Yep. Natural 20. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Every time. So yeah, uh, you went to shoulder check Wolf's legs? Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. He, he rolls out of the cart and then just like full on dive tackles. Okay. 
Yeah, so you dive tackle him and send him to the ground. The the lot of you see Hubris and Wolf just start like attacking each other in the middle of this circus fair. And then the three other clowns uh get out and then they start clowning around as well. Uh so uh yeah, Hubris uh Wolf, you just got tackled to the ground by Hubris. Just roll with it. <laughs> just roll with it. I'm just going to reach down and pull him up and start the act. All right. And you hear the music beginning to build in the background uh, as finally the clowns have come to stage and you see that uh, the ringmaster has actually left the ring for this uh, for this act. He seems to be kind of standing. Uh, he seems to be standing towards the back. Um just kind of watching as his circus unfolds and you two begin uh, your clowning act. So I would like for the both of you to make deception checks. Seven. Fourteen. I'm a very honest no. person. Sixteen. Oh. So Hubris is like doing his clowning gig and you're just kind of standing there like straight arms to the side just... What the fuck? Why would you do that? Like, you don't understand. Like, you had thought that clowning was more about, like, big hand movements and honking your nose at people and not this physical comedy that Hubris seems to be bringing to the table. If he's just standing there, I'm going to, like, sidle up behind him and use prestidigitation to make flowers appear on his left and his right. Okay. I'm going to casually just touch my arm so it detaches. And then just have it try and strangle Hubris because he's a fuckwit. Okay, make a make a deception check. And as you do this, the crowd just cheers wildly. They have not seen anything like this. And you see the other clowns kind of look at you and just... That is an 18. Uh, but they're like, oh, I guess uh, you do what you do, buddy. And like they just continue doing their clowning act off to the side, leaving you guys to do your own thing. Uh, Ghost and Wolf, you guys see as... Uh, yeah, yeah. Ghost and Kronk, you guys see him just touch his arm twice to the side and then his arm falls onto the ground uh, and then preens itself uh, and kind of like sidles up a little bit looking up at you, Hubris. Uh, so make an attack roll to... This will be a grapple check. It just eyes wide. Oh, fuck. So it's just strengths. Yep, this will be your acrobatics. athletics versus either ac uh, athletics or acrobatics, but Hubris, if you would like... You can choose to fail this roll. No, I don't. Well, it wouldn't limit my movement to zero, right? It's a hand. Yeah, it would just be. It would just be kind of like it would be choking you while this hand's on you. It's okay. You guys had also established that Wolf was going to send his hand after you. Yeah, I'll let it fail. I got a nineteen. I'll fail. Okay. So yeah, the hand just kind of preens on the ground and then leaps up and then latches itself onto your neck. And it's squeezes like, hard. This is very mock, like, oh no! <laughs> and then it's like, wait a minute, no, that actually looks like a... <laughs> <laughs> so, Hubris, make a deception check with advantage, uh, as currently you are getting help from the hand that is actively choking you. So while all this is going on, like as soon as they get out and like he hits him in the legs, I just go, "Come on, Kronk, let's go below. Let's go below and see if we can find this shit." Twenty-five. Okay. So yeah, with your twenty-five, uh, it works out perfectly. 
the crowd is like you are doing the like oh no it's got me oh oh no it's got me and like letting the crowd just kind of buy into this uh as they've never seen an animated hand in a circus before so this is just absolutely mind-blowing to them um hubris does a lap around the ring before just running out to the exit (laughs) okay so yeah just still holding this thing around your neck uh and so uh wolf what are you doing running after him because that's my arm okay so make a deception (laughs) check with advantage as you go uh and chase after hubris six okay so this just looks more like a sprint like you're just chasing after him rather than doing like a clownish uh a clownish follow-up on this so ghost and kronk you guys see your your two boys uh, run into the hallway in the aft castle. Are you still going below deck, or are you still going to be waiting up here to finish the rest of the circus? Um, do I catch Wolf's eyes? He's running past with his perception. <laughs> I'm going to say this will require a perception roll, just because there are so many people here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Twenty-three. Okay. Uh, yeah, Wolf, you definitely uh, you definitely catch eyes with Ghost. I just go. <laughs> like, do you want us to go down there? Yeah? No. Okay. We're good. It's, I was, I was going to do two thumbs up, but I'm missing a hand. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So I'm like, all right. All right. Let's get Cheerios, I guess. <laughs> all right. So. That's a good idea. Yeah, uh, Ghost and Kronk, you guys are just enjoying, uh, you guys are just enjoying the circus as it unfolds. And there are many different acts that you all get to uh, take your purvey of, including the Amazing Majesty, which is a uh, a very, like, top-heavy purple tiefling, uh, who is, he's, he's very fit, but it's definitely more built on the top as uh, based on his trapezal skills. You can see that he's the one who's doing a lot of the holding the other person and making sure that they can actually go up. And because you guys are on this ship and because it's olden times, there are no nets that are involved in this act. They seem to be doing it just completely, uh, completely free of fear in their in their moment. Uh, and then it moves on to different acts as well. And each time the ringmaster will come out and introduce the next act. Uh, but Hubris and Wolf, you guys have gone into the hallway beneath the aft castle, uh, leading into the set of doors. And as you guys are are kind of making your way through, one of the other performers kind of claps you on your back. It's like, that was incredible. I've never seen anything like that before. It's like, yes, thank you. Like, as this hand is still kind of clutched along your throat, you are muted. Um, and Just then, going, we're good at winging it. Uh, and then where are, uh, what are your guys' plans? As you reconvene in this hallway, looking around on these doors, you can see that the back two on either side uh, just have uh, arrows that say, uh, that point downward that say lower deck. I guess if I was a bag of holding, I'd probably be on the. What they say? What did your contact say? Lower deck. God. And my arm's not responding to me right now, so it's still trying to strangle you because you're a dick. 
Alrighty, so it's sentient, man. I'm I'm trying to stop it, but it just went. You're gonna like that. get a hole in your hand. You're gonna get a hole in your throat because it still has its knife little wrist blade thing on, so I can still stab you. So be careful. All right, so yeah, you go into uh, one of these back rooms, uh, and looking around, you can see uh, that uh, one of them, sorry, was not actually labeled down. Uh, but was labeled Brig, and it had a little man uh, in in with a sad face with a small little jail depiction. Uh, and then the other one had said Armory. Uh, and that is the one that you guys are currently going into. I don't know which one. I'll attach my arm to my actual arm and let go of his throat. I was wondering how long you were going to do that for. I didn't have control of it after it was free. Okay. All right. So, uh, you guys peek inside. Do you me? <laughs> Make stealth checks as you start looking around rooms. You'll have advantage because there is a carnival happening right behind you. Oh, Yay. that's twenty-four. That is a fourteen. Okay. So yeah, with your fourteen, you manage to go through. Uh, with your fourteen and your twenty-four, no problem. You guys end up tucking yourself back into this room uh, and you can see lining the walls uh, in this armory um, that there are uh, that it, there are what look to be uh, weapon hooks that are set up as well as armor hook uh, as well as like mannequins that do have armor uh, on them as well and you see that most of this has been taken off uh, at least the armor but a lot of the weapons are still there, and you can see your fair share of rapiers and daggers. Uh, a few clubs are set up, and then you also see like a comically oversized mallet is taking up a very large space on this wall as well. Uh, it just looks... I, really want to steal I wouldn't say Kronk. comically, because Kronk could probably wield that. I really want to steal it for Kronk, but... I was warned, don't put anything in the bag because it may destroy the bag. All right, so then you guys go down the stairs uh, to uh, to another floor, and you can kind of see looking uh, looking down the way as like it's one clown head and then another clown head pops up from over you. Uh, I would like for you both to, uh, yeah, both make stealth checks as you peer out. With advantage? Uh, this is not going to be... I'll say advantage just because you're behind three-quarters cover. It's just your head's kind of poking out. <laughs> Dice gods. 18. I got a 1 at first, and then it rolled into a 19. So. Nice. So yeah, with your 18-19, no problem. You guys managed to kind of poke your heads around. Uh, and you can see uh, what looked to be set up for stables... Uh, possibly where uh, people have been stowing away the animals that they had had on display outside or that they use for the shows. Uh, but then there is another set of stairs continuing down uh, from where you guys are that you think would then lead to the lower hold. I'm not seeing anyone. No, you don't see. No, you don't see anybody. You see that most of the. You assume that most of the people that would be on this floor would be the animal tamers, uh, who would be making sure that all of the animals are uh, keeping mind up uh, up top. Okay. 
All right, so then you guys go down to the lower hold. So uh, I would like for you guys to make stealth checks once again. With advantage or just normal? Just normal. Okay, that is a dirty 20. 15. Okay. So yeah, you guys see that there are one, two, three, four, five five doors on your right side and then three doors on the left. Uh, and then directly in front of you, you can see the base for the central mast of the ship uh, that then extends upward out to the rest of the ship that you know is being currently used uh, for the trapeze act. Uh, and then you can also see that it kind of opens up into a larger chamber that then opens up. Uh, you see that there is um, a section of wall that uh, kind of designates where another section of the ship would be just past that. But you guys can't really see further in uh, because this large post is blocking your vision. Left side first. As well? Yeah. Left side first, get rid of the three doors. Yeah, sure. Okay. I'll be on the first one. I'll go second. Okay. So, as you guys open up these doors. Stealthily. Yep. Uh, so, uh, these are... Uh, you look inside and you can see that there is just a bunch of casual clothes. In each one, this seems almost like a personal locker or a small stand-in mm -hmm. closet that people would use. Uh, and a lot of this just looks like day fare. Uh, that they would use or casual uh, common clothes that performers would use when actually going out onto the sea or onto the uh, onto the city streets. Move on to the next door. Are they all like communal lockers? Yeah, it looked like communal lockers. Okay. Alright, and then to directly in front of you, you can see that uh, it kind of branches out and you can see two sets of stairs going up that you assume are just other ways of getting up and down uh, from uh, from your uh, lower hold to then the upper hold or the orlop deck and then to the main deck. All sorts of fun boat words. So... You guys are then checking out the five lockers on the side. Um, make stealth checks again, as you do. Oof. Is it advantage? Nope. I got a 13. Okay, so just in that one. Uh, Which still takes me up to nine, so, but... Still in that one. Yeah, so you guys are kind of talking amongst yourselves uh just at the base of one of these large central mast poles um and then uh yeah it goes by uneventfully would you like to continue to the main room you don't see any bags uh that are the description that zan gave you by any means um, i thought this was going to be a quick in and out would it be in the break why would it be in the break I thought it would be here, but it's not. <clears throat> Have we searched thoroughly the bottom portion of the ship? You've the, searched just... the back half up until the central mast, where you see that it opens up into more area that you couldn't access before. So we got to push past yeah. the mast. Yeah. Now. All right. So then okay. you. All right. So you guys go into that central area again, and then kind of looking through. 
uh, this large opening, you can see that there is a door uh, that kind of blocks off uh, the front where you know the bow of the ship would be. And you see written on this door that it says, Restricted Area, Do Not Enter. And it is written in both Common and Elvish. I'm going to check the traps because I want to go through that door. Okay, so you're going to go and check the door for traps? Yep. Okay. And Hubris, what are you doing? Keeping watch. Okay. Uh, so are you keeping watch by the mast or by the stairs? Where are you currently located? Uh, I'll let... I guess I'll let Wolf check out the door, and I'm just a little bit like behind him near the park. Okay. So as you guys uh, step forth, and Wolf, you are just in, in full focus mode to go. I don't like this. And check out the, uh, and start actually like investigating this door. Hubris, as you take a step forward uh, and turn around to begin taking watch, you are actually met with the barrel of a pistol pointed directly at your head. Oof. Uh, and you see that there is another human with a pistol also drawn pointing at Wolf. And Whoa. they look at you, look at each other. Boss said no trespassing. And then they're going to fire. So. I'm getting shot in the back, the filthy fighters. So, Hubris, the one who is shooting, who had his gun leveled directly at your face, uh, is going to get... Gun jam. Surprisingly, these are better guns than what Percy had. In critical role. Does a 14 hit? Uh, it just, but I'm casting a shield spell to bump my AC to 19. Okay. Uh, and then Wolf... They got a natural 20. Oh, uh, boy. Shooting me in the back. So that is going to be... <clears throat> doo -doo. Doo -doo -doo. So D&D Beyond is a really cool tool that allows people to keep track of their HP. Yeah, please don't be super high. As well as their things such as their money or... Death saving throws, exhaustion levels. Can I, can I just... What the fuck, Indoor? Look, man. How did my passive perception 23 not hear people walking? They probably rolled stealth checks. Who said they walked? Spider climb. Uh, so you are going to take... 13 points of piercing damage. And here comes the bludgeoning. And then... Eight points of poison damage. Oh. I'm down. Exactly 21 health. Okay. But my hand is immune to poison. Yeah, so you just <laughs> so get dropped to the ground. Uh, so Hubris, uh, if you would like, we can roll into initiative. Can I just go, wait, 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 wait? <laughs> you can. Oh, boy. 
Oh god, thank god I'm not Kalem. Well, you could phase step if you were Kalem. Isn't Kalem also like a cleric or something and could heal me? I mean... Kinda wish you were, to be honest. Uh... <clears throat> Okay, what did you get for your initiative? 21. All right. Do I need to roll initiative? Uh, yes. Yeah, I've got death saving throws. Natural 20, so 24. Okay. Oh boy, that means you get so, to die first. What? <laughs> <I> no. <know. laughs> Since we're going into initiative rounds, make a initiative or make your death saving throw. 10. Okay, that's one success. So then next up is Hubris, and Hubris, you have one pistol that tried shooting you point-blank, but was very easily deflected by your quick shield as you brought your hands up saying, wait, wait. Does it look like they might listen, hear me out? Uh, it does not look like they are currently in the mood to hear you out. Uh, as they calmly said to each other, boss said no trespassers before they took a shot at you. Fuck. Um, thinking. Can I take these guys? Probably not. It's gonna suck. I'm gonna cast invisibility on myself. Okay. All right, so you cast invisibility <clears throat> on yourself. What are you doing next? And then I'm going to like move somewhere else. Oh, God damn it. They only have their pistols drawn. Right. I'm gonna, can I stealth over to Wolf? Yes. There will be an attack of opportunity against I'm you. Invisible though. He will be at disadvantage to try at and hit you. But he can still hear you walking away from where he is. So. So we don't have consequences. So that is going to be a 18 as he uses his pistol like a club. Yeah, that hits. Okay. So then you are going to take six points of bludgeoning damage. <clears throat> and your uh, roll a constitution check to see if you maintain uh, concentration on your invisibility spell. Yeah, 17. Okay, yeah. So you are still invisible, and then you shuffle over to Wolf. Uh, are you just trying to maintain stealth? I'm going to... Let me talk to Clout. They just hear this voice and they look at each other. They just kind of scan around where you are. I don't know this name. And you hear it. That magnificent asshole. He knows me. Magnificent ain't the boss. <sighs> Fuck. Fine. And you see one of them raise his hand up. Uh, I am going to need you to make a saving throw 
Oh boy. Yes. Just need to figure out which one. Join us in next year when there is a new member of party. You're going Probably. to do a dexterity save. Oh good, I'm actually okay at these. Natural 20. Okay. So you manage to kind of shake off this feeling, but you see that Wolf is then outlined with a very thin uh, stream of what looks to be this very purplish energy. Uh, And then you see one of them uh, begins to... uh, He pulls out his short sword, and then he begins walking over towards where Wolf is and where you are, Hubris. Uh, and you see him, uh, he is going to try and strike out against you with this sword, uh, with disadvantage because he has heard your voice and has not heard you move. Cool. So that's a nat one. So he swings and it is just above where your head currently is. Why is everything one fucking action? All right. So next up is going to be Wolf. Wolf, make a death save. 18. All right. You made the death save. I'm doing better than last time. I don't want to kill anyone, but I guess I have to kill someone. All right. Hubris. 18. I'm just going to have to bet on this. Um, When he gets close enough, I'm going to whip out my pistol and let him audibly hear the click. Okay. Sorry! Eldritch Blast, point blank. Okay. Make your attack roll. Okay, I guess I'm... Natural 20. You cheeky motherfucker. As you break invisibility with this Eldritch Blast, point blank. Cast Eldritch Blast! Actually, could I uh, reverse that order? Hold on. I'm going to hex him first, and then cast my Eldritch Blast. Okay. So yeah. He did say sorry. He did. So hex and blast. So I get an extra two on Do it. Spell 1d10. Which one of these boys is a d10? That's 14 points of necrotic damage. Ooh, shit. Or force damage, sorry. That's good stuff. And he gets pushed. Five feet back. Okie dokie. Which I don't think really helps at all. But yeah. So how much did you do? 14 points force. Okay. So he is fine with that. So he gets pushed 10 feet back. He's not too, he is not too excited about this. Um, and for those of you who are enjoying the carnival, you do not hear any of the sound of gunshots as the festivities themselves are just so uproarious that it's very difficult to hear anything that would be three floor, three decks below you. Oh, yeah. They uh, did not plan this well. I'm just saying. It is then time for uh, the gunslinger that was just shot. Uh, and he is going to... Um, he sees that you have a firearm... Uh, and then he 
preens or he careens off to the side so that way he's kind of standing over wolf pointing his firearm away from the door uh that says restricted area do not enter and he is going to pull his trigger at you uh again within a five foot five foot stretch uh so does a 16 hit only just okay so that is going to be leave Ooh, 23 or 27 total. Cool. Okay. Just unconscious. Not. I'm at zero. Are you saying a god? I'm at zero. All right. So Wolf, make a make another death save. Oh. All right. We're not good at this heist thing at all. I just remember the last thing doing to ghosts is, we got this. It's going to play. All right. Uh, so then the scene will blacken out uh, for those resting underneath, uh, underneath the deck. Ghost and Kronk, you guys are still enjoying the carnival. Uh, you are watching now and it seems like uh this is the this is the main event that people have come here for there are animals that are stacked on top of animals um there's one uh there's one human that that seems to be climbing up this large stack of them as they all balance on top of a ball uh and as the trapeze artist reaches his arms out he then swings down grabs the person off of the top of this animal chain flings them up so they do a somersault between another trapeze artist that was going up at the same time between the two ships, grabs them by the hand, swings them over. Uh, and the entire thing is just full of pomp and vigor. And at this point, you see that the ringmaster extends his hands out uh, as all of these doves just begin, just are released from behind him with showers and sparks uh as the finale takes place and everybody's cheering and everybody's clapping and just having a generally good time about this carnival is truly this is the greatest show that has ever been done before Kronk, this is just bad i'm so glad we came this is so lovely and uh hoon seems to be having a good time too yes i'm keeping an eye on her and the He's a singer. No, he's a he plays the lute. He's a singer songwriter, actually. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The <laughs> But she does seem to be having a good time. I don't think we set up a signal with the guys, did we? Mm, nope. No. They should be coming back by this point, right? Well, soon, yeah. Depending on how far below the deck it is i guess does it seem like far too long for them to have made the heist normally they would be out by then by now but they were in pretty deep cover you had never actually seen them go full on like full clown let's just go full clown let's be in the tiny car like that's all it's all part of the plan on it's on um, okay yeah they, i mean they they gave me the thumbs up, so I assume that they know what they're doing. And uh, the whole time that we were there, Kronk was, like, scanning for maximum mayhem. Like, 
like how to fall into a cage and tip it over to let animals loose what oh, ropes yeah. would bring down the rigging you know where a fire might start all the all the like i said maximum mayhem that he could come up with to, you are to a fire marshal's worst nightmare <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so uh yeah just in case we needed it like you know, totally waiting for that ding, 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 ding. Mm -hmm. The thing has gone wrong. Mm -hmm. but we haven't heard that. No. So. no. You guys haven't heard that at all. And uh, at this point, the carnival actually seems to be wrapping up. All right. Uh, perhaps we should try to find our friends. Sounds like a good plan. Mm. And at that, you uh, your sister actually approaches okay. you. Uh, kind of leading Davil over by the hand, and she just she seems completely ecstatic. Just that was that was that was incredible. That was wonderful. Did you see the way? I have never look. I know I'm a small town girl, but that was that was spectacular. Mm, I yes. Kronk like, used to do this. Did you really? Like birds at the end. Yeah. I usually threw the people in the air and caught them and stuff. That's... I'm so happy that you're my sister's partner. Well, thanks. And and speaking of that, didn't didn't I see you with the... the one with the horns earlier? What do you mean? The... your friend. Hubris? Yeah. Yeah, Wolf's here too. Oh. I mean, that's fair. I just thought that maybe, you know, we kind of dressed up. I thought that you guys, but you two seem pretty dressed up as well. Would you want to, do you want to get like ice cream or something after oh, this? You know, I would love to. I'm just feeling pretty tired right now. Right, Kronk? Mm-hmm. She won the thing with the mm. muscles. Mm-hmm. I hold up my plushie. <laughs> that's, that's so great. But if you two want to go get ice cream and you have her back to the house by... How does time work? How do I know? Uh, <laughs> within... Midnight? Uh -huh, by midnight, Liv will let you in. And she just kind of blushes. Uh, and you, Davil kind of bows and says, I'll make sure that she's home by 11.30 at the latest. Good. And I kind of do the eye thing where I like just stare into his soul like I will fucking kill you. <laughs> and as you do, you hold that you hold that uh, look for a good 30 seconds or so. And then he just gives you a wink and then they turn and start walking off. We might have another problem to deal with. Watch him. <laughs> yes. Later. Friends first. She's safe, right? She's mm. safe. <laughs> I mean, we know where he works. Mm -hmm. You're the one who called him Talented Fingers. Oh my god. God damn it. Player versus character. <laughs> uh, she's an adult. She can do as she wishes. Let us... Let us go to the lower decks and see what we can find. Maybe we'll uh, meet one of Hubris's friends, or one of his friend that he spoke of before. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna, I guess, attempt to go below. 
Okay. Uh, so as you guys are making your way uh, over towards the back, uh, you can see that there is just a... You're kind of like fighting against the rush of mm. people. Uh, very much fighting against the flow of the ocean. Uh, and as you do, uh, you can see that there are a lot of performers kind of going in the back <clears throat> and getting, going into their changing rooms and making sure that they can actually take care of everything that they need to. But as you approach... Uh, you see a man kind of leaning up uh, against the wall that notices the two of you in your in your rather fancy clothes coming up, uh, and he just says, "Enjoy the show, did ya?" Of course. Well, how would you like to uh, have dinner with the captain of this fine vessel? I'm gonna inside the fuck out of this guy. Sure. <laughs> I don't like this. God damn it. Uh, well, I mean, that's a 13. I think I have plus six on everything. Jesus. It's good to be a skill monkey. <laughs> 13. Okay. What about you, Kronk? Are you inciting this? Or are you just like, ah, oh, free food? This is tight. Yeah, uh, I'm following her lead. Okay. So I'm, I, I wouldn't even think about it. All right, sounds good. Uh, yeah, so, uh, Ghost, the feeling that you get is that uh, this guy just put on a... helped put on a large performance with a lot of other people, and he's just looking for company to eat with. That guy is? Yeah, the guy who asked if you would like to... if you would like to have dinner with the captain. And kind of looking him over, you can see that he's wearing fancier clothes than the oh. rest of the people working. He's the captain? Yes. Got it, Okay. Thought he was a lackey. Better. Oh, so immediately Ghost just goes, oh, me? Oh, I mean, I'd <coughs> love to. Well, Would uh, you mind if my uh, bodyguard came as well? I'd be kind of confused if he didn't. Yes. You. What's your name? Uh, my name is written down on this small piece of paper I have handy. <laughs> uh, my name is Clar, Clar Besham. Clar, nice to meet you. My name nice is... Nice to meet you, too. I'm glad to see somebody's taken the initiative to, well, get fancy for the carnival. We did put on a one-night show, but, you know, it's it's always helpful to see people come out and show their support. I always like to look my best. All right, well, uh, it's just down this hallway, so if you'll follow me. Sure, um... Tell me, is this where the performers hang out? Is this, well, is this their dressing rooms? More or less, yeah. I mean, um, performers will make dressing rooms out of whatever's handy nearby that's not within direct public eyesight. Most of the time. Sometimes there are exceptions to the rule. Uh, I'm going to look for the clown door. Okay. That's, I, that's where I... <clears throat> I mean, that's where I know that they they were dressed up as clowns. Yeah. No, and you see it pretty pretty clearly marked on the sidewall. Um, I'm going to uh, look at Kronk and, like, nudge over to the door and, like, like do a, like, low-profile just check motion as okay. we're walking down the hallway so he can, like, step behind. And I'm going to uh, kind of walk up next to uh, Clar and... So you're the captain of the ship. Shouldn't you be at the helm? I'm, I mean, I know we've docked, but 
Is there quite a bit to do? We run a pretty tight crew. Most people know how to clean up a ship after we've gotten done with our carnival. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I, I suppose, would you like to see the helm? I could take you there, I guess. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of hungry. I was looking for no, some company. No, fine. I could, I'm a little peckish myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. While, while she was distracted, I just, you know, flung open the door, looked real quick, and then closed it. All right. Looking for the boys, basically. Yeah. Uh, so you look in and you see that there are three clowns in the process of changing. Just... <laughs> Can I help you? <laughs> and he's still like slowly putting his pants on. All right. And and Kronk just kind of takes a good look at them and then closes the door. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. So yeah, you close the door. Uh, Ghost, you go. Uh, you follow the captain. Mm -hmm. uh, and he takes you... Uh, he actually takes you up a flight of stairs uh, that was more towards the front uh, as he had led you guys through as you were curious about the changing rooms and just doing his duty to kind of show you uh, everything inside. Uh, he, you guys then came back out and actually walked up steps uh, to, the, uh, to the main deck as a lot of the activities of this evening had actually been taking place in the Orlop deck which is the sub-main deck, but before the holds, underneath. As this Waterdeep book came with a very handy reference of boat terms. Because I'm not good at boats. <laughs> uh, and as you go up these stairs onto the main deck, uh, I would like for you to make a perception check. Okay. rolling well for me tonight uh 21 okay so with your 21 uh kind of scanning over the crowd just doing a quick once over to see if your boys are out there mm -hmm. uh you actually see uh your sister and your sister is there with Davil, uh and you see that they uh they just got done with a quick embrace uh they they actually share a kiss uh which seems rather nice and then you see Davil. Uh, he goes and uh, now no longer needing to be in his fancy ponytail, he brings up the back of his hair to kind of pull it out. And as he does, you see what looks to be a black snake tattoo along the back of his neck. <sighs> it's um, it's just going to be down this way. Uh, what, what? I'm sorry. How far away are, am I from this? If they're on the deck. They are on shore. You are currently still on the boat, as they are now on their way to get ice cream and other tasty treats. Roughly how far away? I would say that they are probably 120 feet away. Perfect. Is anyone else around me right now? Uh, there's the captain of the ship. There's Kronk. There is a large group of people that are all still currently exiting off of this carnival, leading back into the city. As well as a plethora of other carnies and workers. Uh, that's really obvious if I do that. Um, 
do I think that they are going to... Because if I think that they're going to, like, try and abduct my sister or fuck with my sister, I'm out of here, 100%. Yeah. But I don't know if I would think that, like, I would just think, oh, shit, these guys are everywhere. That's crazy. Make an insight check. Okay. Uh, 18. Based off of the interactions that you've had with Dabble and seeing the way that he has talked to your sister uh, and been involved with her, he doesn't seem, he didn't, he doesn't seem like he knows that you're part of the Zents and he was more just being genuinely cordial and affectionate towards your sister. All right, cool, cool. <laughs> and we zoom out of Ghost Mind. Oh, yes, sorry. Uh, and I go with the, with the Clar. Okay, so hubris you wake up to a prodding at your side and your vision is dark it's currently very dark where you are uh there seems to be one kind of hanging can uh one hanging lantern that's above you and kind of skewing your vision a little bit you can't get a you can't really get a very good sense of what's around you but you just see this man uh kind of squatting down leaning in front of you and he's silhouetted uh against this flame he says um so got yourself in a quite a pickle i would say you and your friends yep so i have one very very to the point answer. What are you doing on my ship? If I like crane my head, do I see a wolf anywhere? You see a unmoving wolf sprawled out on the ground near you. Oh. Mm. And how, might I ask, did you come into ownership of this and he holds up your rifle that you can see has a lot of parts and pieces from the drow gunslingers uh pistol piece that have been modded onto this gun it's a really long story well luckily for you we're going to have some time and that is where we are going to go into the end of the episode. So I wanted to say thank you to everybody who decided to come by and enjoy this wonderful game of friends and friendship that we do on Tuesdays. As a reminder, we aren't going to be playing next week because Christmas, but the week after that, we will be getting right back into it with Hubris and Wolf in this prison cell, as well as Ghost and Kronk having a nice, having a rather nice dinner, but with a heavier thought still on the mind. From now on, I'm just going to pair with Kronk, because nothing bad ever happens when I'm with Kronk. Lessons learned. Lessons learned. Lessons. Nothing bad ever happens to Wolf. 
by himself. We had Cheerios. We had popcorn. We won a plushie. Like, best day me, ever, man. You made me dress up as a clown, squeeze into a cup, <laughs> then you purposely tripped me over, and then you got me shot in the back. And I would also like to say thank you, Gidjawish, for the follow. You came by very late in the show, but I still appreciate it. Greybeard, would you like to give the bonks? It's going to be a little quiet because everybody's sleeping. That's okay. But when somebody follows, I take this mallet and I hit that guy in the face. Yee! Such a nice, wholesome bong. So, you guys didn't stick around just for, just for this story. You stuck around for all of these righteous characters. So, RJ, where can we find you? What do you do? Hey, I'm Hubris, and you could find me at the bottom of a ship being interrogated by some fuckwit with my gun. Also, my name is RJustice282 on the interwebs. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch under that handle, or here on the Monday game as Calum. Yeah! All right, Greybeard, where can we find you? What do you do? Greybeard at Greybeard's Tavern. Check me out on Sunday mornings, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, when I play some Darkest Dungeon. And, uh, of course, I'm here on Tuesdays. Being Kronk! Yeah! Kronk the ice cream boy! <laughs> Bestest boy! Alright, and LB, where can we find you? What do you do? Uh, you can find me on Monday nights playing the ever lovely uh, Gwen, uh, Halfling Barbarian. And uh, here on Tuesdays, I'm also very active on the Discord. So if you want to give us a like and a follow and all that sort of sh stuff that subs and. Yeah. And yeah, you can uh, catch me there. Not working per the usual. <laughs> Just being on Discord. All right. And. Barry, where can we find you? What do you do? Um, you can find me here on Tuesdays, generally messing shit up, getting in trouble. Um, but yeah, Twitter, don't Barry, Twitch, don't Barry. Yeah, I don't know nothing else. All right. And I am the indoor adventurer. Uh, you probably knew that if you found yourself to this stream. Uh, but you can find us on youtube.com slash the indoor adventurer. You can find us here on Twitch slash the indoor adventurer. Twitter at indoor. What the fuck? As that is a very, as you guys may have been asking yourself that very same question. So think of it as subliminal branding. Uh, and then, of course, there's also the Patreon that you can check out and help uh, shoot us a few bucks every month and it helps support it. And then you also get access to all sorts of awesome stuff like an after show, which we're going to be going into directly after this. So that'll be fun to 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 get into some some fun discussions. Uh, and then we are also uh, or also every month I write a fun musically themed adventure. Uh, and I'll also post the link to what song inspired me to write that adventure. But uh, if anybody else doesn't have anything else that they would like to bring up, we are going to be ending the stream. Happy holidays. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow is going to be a Christmas crossover. And I don't know. I don't know if we want to stream it mm. or if we just mm. want to record it. So we'll figure that out. But... 
Stay tuned, all of you, all of you loyal listeners, for more information about the Christmas crossover, as well as the secret Santor, uh, who is a, a glorious being. and I can't wait for you guys to meet him. So until next time, we will see you guys later. All right, everybody. Bye-bye.